Talks First and Only Movie Talk Show Podcast, baby! You will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Just the fucking way I like it. My name's Andy, with me as always, a wretched hive of shit, Muller. Don't you forget about Muller. And don't, don't, don't you. I definitely don't regret calling you a hive of shit. (laughs) With us as well, he puts the cum in scum, Brayden. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Remember the, uh, didn't you have a revocation shirt that was about their their, their song, (laughs) The Hive? Uh, the bees. Yeah, it's got a bunch of bees tacking on the bees. Yeah, it's awesome. And joining us today, very special guest. Very special guest. Like an actual special guest. Yeah, like all not, the way. not just one of the usual homeless junkies Muller invites from outside the studio. Asterios Coconos. Uh, I don't. I don't see him around here. What? What happens? Where's a, Where's Asterios? Let me uh, hop into the database mainframe. See if I can. F- Guys, I don't think Asterios is going to make mm. it today. Darn it! Oh. So we were here. It's uh, it's what is this? Seven quarter to eight. Quarter to eight p.m. Right now, we were here at three thirty. Uh, I've been working all, slaving away, slaving, slaving away all day, dealing with all yeah. sorts of audio nonsense, trying to get uh, our our favorite comedian from New York to be able to remote call in uh, and and be on the show. And uh, is it safe to say that this is the most work you've ever done, ever? <laughs> uh, no. Yes. That, that's yes, that, that's it nice. I heard it, it here first, people. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so we've been we've been slaving away, ready for our special guest. Prepared a segment just for him, uh, and the piece of yeah. shit <laughs> doesn't even show up. No. To dead the to show. us. Dead. Yeah, you're dead to us, yeah. Asterios. Don't ever come on this show again. <laughs> uh, you, you're not. You're not allowed. Anywhere, no, Muller worked his butt off, and then I had to jump in. I, I worked my, really hard. Uh, with yeah, my expertise, and then I had to. Braden pretty much saved the whole operation. I saved the day with my awesome idea. So. <laughs> uh, anyway. That's very abstract. <laughs> I'm sure our <laughs> listeners know what the hell you're talking about. Muller was just couldn't get all the microphones to work with uh, a call-in guest, and then Braden just came in and it's like, "Why don't we just plug all the headphones into each other, and that'll probably work?" And it worked brilliantly. Muller is <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. panicking for like an hour. On uh, I'm gonna reinstall the operating system. <laughs> so uh, we're yeah, this is Muller's Muller's last show. Muller's we don't, we don't need him anymore. Then I, yeah, then I tried. I reset the SMC and uh, the PRM. Again, you're just you just that's, you're just saying letters. No, yeah, no, that's all. No, you're that's what I had to do gibberish. to fix the computer. Okay, smart. Make make it work. Hacked I'm sorry in, that my solution in, wasn't good enough for you. Hacked into the audio mainframe and yeah, yeah. So, but Braden just had to plug all the microphones together. So you there you go. Here, Muller. Well. See ya. <laughs> but leave all, leave all your equipment here, though. Speaking please. about... Yeah, we'll keep all your stuff. <laughs> speaking about people who should be out of here is people who are reacting to the Last Jedi trailer. <laughs> uh, so, I, I don't... You seen the trailer? You guys both seen that? Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. I've seen a couple of them. I at think least, one, uh, what at least one of them, but I'm familiar with reaction videos. Uh, listeners out there, have you seen the trailer? Oh, it's just like a stereos. Not, not. <laughs> no existing. one's listening. No, nobody's, <laughs> nobody's listening. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, 
what the hell is with these with these reaction videos of people? I, I watched this video and there's a whole group of freaking nerds all just watching the reaction trailer. Nothing is happening yet in the trailer, and their and their mouths are like a, agape, like they're just sucking Star Wars dick. That's what they're doing. That's they're, what their mouths are all hanging open. Their mouths are so far down that they could fit three or four dicks. Oh yeah, uh, Wookie, Wookie I, I, I hate it's a new these... type of porn category. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I hate all these stupid Star reaction Wars videos. Reaction They're the most uh, ungenuine, yeah. dumb thing because they know it's not like you're getting a reaction of your friend and you, and he doesn't know he's being filmed. Like if I yeah. if I told you, hey, you got to watch this trailer, and I'm sitting behind you with my with my phone and recording it and getting your natural reaction to it, they know they're being filmed, so they're always intentionally, at least on a subconscious level, uh, hamming it up, like going, like yeah. you know the uh, fucking one of those big walking robots, the ATAT walker yeah. shows up and they're all standing and whoa, oh my God. Yeah, I've never seen whoa. one of those. I can't believe <laughs> yeah. they're putting Star Wars imagery in this Star Wars trailer. Shock, <laughs> this holy is amazing. fuck, and they're just losing their mind. As I mean, to be fair, we had the prequels, so maybe people are still shell-shocked. You know, no ATAT walkers there. No, but they, they already re-established so things with episode seven. They had X-Wings. And, and Rogue and One. Yeah. <laughs> There's already been a just yeah, the, the theories getting weak the sheer like like ego and like vanity behind them because it's like like it's like people like, sitting there and saying watch me watch this thing and yeah watch me react to well, it well that's like the, it's, that's a type of thing that perverts do right yeah. so you have perverts who like to watch they've got the binoculars <laughs> and, and they're and they're watching women <laughs> through the window right yeah. but yeah. then you have the real perverts and they're in the same house that they're watching, but they're downstairs, and they've got their binoculars out watching the guy sit in the tree. <laughs> He's watching your wife upstairs, and that guy so down you, there is jerking off to the, the guy, guy who's watching his wife. Yeah, That would be the, the more exciting, though, because at least if you're watching the guy in the tree, he might fall out of yeah. the tree. That'd be but it's more from the perspective of the, you're, you're jerking off to the guy jerking off, <laughs> yeah. which is like just this... Really removed. Yeah. So if you're watching, thing. if you're watching this reaction video, that's who you are. You are that pervert. Yeah, you're a pervert. I yeah, I don't get it. It's the it's the bottom of the barrel when it comes to fanboyism and Star Wars, and, like, and, and, and not even necessarily Star Wars. They have quite a few views though. Too. There's a. Well, it's an, it's I know an, it's a thing. Like reaction yeah. videos are a big thing. Like like any like nerd podcaster. There's one with three hundred and seven thousand like, views right here. That doesn't surprise me. And also, so the one that I really liked was the one that says. Um, Star Wars, The Last Jedi trailer reaction. And then in brackets, it says official. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Official Who, reaction. Does that, what does that mean? What the hell does that even it's mean? Because like, the unofficial reaction would just be them sitting in front of their computer alone and be yeah. like, all right, that was a trailer. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. that's the unofficial reaction, but now they got to fucking ham it up. That's their official reaction. I like, thought they were so saying that this stupid. was the video of J.J. Abrams watching his own movie. <laughs> After like the ten millionth time of watching the movie, and then so the marketing guys made a trailer, and then he saw the trailer, and this was his <laughs> official reaction yeah. Yeah. to that. I don't, I, I don't know who directed this one or not. Uh, I, I don't think it's Ryan JJ. Johnson. Ryan I think Gosling. Is his name? Ryan Gosling. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Johnson. Yeah, Keep up the good work. <laughs> Keep up the work. Ryan. <laughs> so Ryan. it should be said, the he best... acted in Blade Runner and directed this in the same year. Wow. To, uh, wow. to continue. Uh, sucking Red Letter Media's dick, which I do often on the show. They have the best Star Wars reaction. Have you ever seen it, Muller? Are you about to tell me a story about how you're a pervert? About how you love a reaction video? 
Uh, I love one that's completely making fun <laughs> I, of reaction listen, videos. Listen, it's just this one reaction video. That uh, like. it's, it's okay. It's, <laughs> it's one of the guys from Red Letter Media, Rich Evans. Uh, him watching big it. fat cell. He's making fun of reaction videos, and he just like he's just watching. It, it was one. It was for episode seven. He's watching it. Yeah, and then it was, it, at some point, he gets. I think it's when the Millennium Falcon pops up in the initial episode seven trailer, and he just starts freaking. It was like Millennium Falcon, Millennium Falcon, like just like, <laughs> freaking out, and like he's like, I love Star Wars. And he just busts out like all these Star Wars toys. He has like a big bucket yeah. of them. He just dumps them all over himself. It's just making fun <laughs> of all the bullshit. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. Everyone should go watch it. It's yeah, like, of course, I've, of course, I've seen seven. it. Of you, you know, um, uh, my favorite part is that he grabs. He he grabs. Uh, like a, a painting off the wall or something and just smashes his head yeah, through it like yeah. it's a Looney Tunes cartoon. He actually cartoon. did that too and like broke the glass over his <laughs> yeah, head. Yeah, it's it, pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah, didn't he, uh, he takes the- Star Wars! Star Wars. <laughs> well, he flips, I know you always, Andy, talk about the, the coffee table flip when he flips the coffee table. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so funny. He like, runs past it to get to the toys yeah. and just flips it. It's, it's such an incredible and video. He, and it, 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 yeah. just, it just really- Yeah, we didn't even have to have this conversation at all. We could have just, <laughs> just said, hey, really, watch this video for the whole criticism. It really puts into perspective the insane annoying fanboyism like you really care like you really think people care about a reaction video I mean I guess people do if they have like 300,000 views and whatever and they're a thing like there's always reaction videos for all these like nerd movies so so after our millionth time bringing up Red Letter Media (laughs) next week's episode will be the Red Letter Media guys not showing up for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, They're far too cynical to answer anything. Asterius mm-hmm. is a desperate, you know, look, comedian shill. He, he was, yeah. He's <laughs> al- always willing great. to whore himself out to anyone. But oh, so, yes, yes. so now that we've Red talk- Letter Media are cynical as fuck. <laughs> now that we've talked about these reaction videos, let me tell you about my reaction to this trailer, uh, which is the uh, exact same reaction uh, when I brought up modern movie trailers in that they just spoil every single thing that you've been wondering about yeah. what's going to happen in the movie. It's like, yeah. oh, uh, Ray is going to get trained by Luke. And it's like, oh, well, just watch the trailer. You'll see that Luke rejects her because he's afraid of her Becoming turning to the powerful. dark side, just like Kylo Ren. It's, oh, it's almost like this piece of baggage that Luke's carried around and they had to find a map of the entire universe to find how far he had run mm-hmm. because he was hiding from this piece of baggage in his life about, about one of his students going to the dark side. What do you know? That comes up in this movie as a problem. And, but they just spoil all of it, like every, I, every little thing. If I, if I told you this whole trailer, I'd have to say spoiler alert for the whole movie because they just they show you everything. I don't think they spoiled anything so much as they're just trying to... Uh, redirect people. They're making it look like oh, it's a spoiler, spoiler for the trailer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're making it. They're making my reaction here. They're making it look like like Ray's gonna turn to the dark side or something. But I think it's just clever editing to to fool people to misdirect. Yeah. So they they have this scene where she's like, "Oh, I need. I, I can't do this on my own. I need your help." And then the the, the other side of the frame is Kylo Ren. You know, the, yeah. the Sith guy saying, Ooh. "Put us extending his hand like he's gonna help her." I mean, my first reaction was was that he was. Turning Turning to the good side and, and needed his help to she to, needed his help to be a better yeah, good guy. It's funny, like we were watching this trailer just before we started recording, and I saw that trailer when it first came out when it was like a month ago or something. I just didn't care, and I'm not like really like I I think the new one's probably going to be good or whatever, but. Uh, 
I don't really even care. I saw that yeah. trailer and I'm just like, all right, well. Yeah, it looks like it'll be okay. Looks like it'll be yeah. a movie. Like, <laughs> I, there's something about it. I don't know if it was Rogue One or what, <laughs> what it is, but I am just so not hyped in the slightest for this new one. I remember when Episode with 7 was coming out before it had uh, hit theaters. I remember thinking, like, okay, that looks pretty good. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, not, like, I'm not a big Star Wars fanboy, despite how much we talk about it on the show. But uh, I... I I wouldn't say I wasn't, I didn't have any anticipation for it. I was like, okay, I want to see that movie. It's coming out you know, in a couple of weeks, and I look forward to seeing it. This new one is just like, I just don't even care. If it wasn't for this podcast and us trying to uh, gin up some content here and there and talking about discussions for the show. I wouldn't have even watched I this trailer. I wouldn't I... have remembered that it's coming out uh, this upcoming weekend. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, it would have just been like, oh shit! I guess I should probably yeah. see that. I didn't really yeah. that, like. I would have totally. I didn't know the release date until we started talking about topics for our podcast. Yeah, no I, idea. Like that's how little I, I fucking yeah. care about this new one. It seems I don't know what it is. I think it might just be Rogue One. I, <laughs> I have I have a theory for this. <laughs> I like to call the fall and uh, okay. and and the the rise from the fall. So when episode seven came out, the last Star Wars movie had been episode three, the prequel. So it's, there's this 10 or 15 year gap and everyone's wondering, well, is episode seven going to be a piece of garbage? Uh-huh. You see the trailer, you think, okay, this is definitely probably not going to be a piece of garbage. It's yeah, probably it going to be pretty, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So there's actually something to look forward to. But now we've had two, two Star Wars movies since yeah. episode three, episode seven and Rogue One. Rogue One being a total piece of garbage yeah. and episode seven being a pretty all right movie with a lot of flaws, but it's yeah. still pretty watchable. Yeah. Um, uh, and then now episode eight is like, well, it's probably not going to be much better than episode seven, even if it's as be, good. So probably one way or another, it'll probably be comparable to episode seven. It, it, Whether it's yeah. a little bit worse or a little bit better, probably yeah. along the same level of quality. We're in the rhythm now. There's no, yeah, there's probably. no cultural shift to happen. It's like either it's going to be a little better or it's going to be a little worse or a lot worse. And it's definitely not going to be a lot better. I no, that doesn't sure. even seem like part of... I think part of it, though, is um, my reaction. Part, part of part of my my lack of of hyper interest uh, is Rogue One's definitely something to do with it, because Rogue One, like I, I mean, I think it's episode six of our show. We brought in Rogue One, <laughs> yeah, and it's an, it's yeah. an earlier episode. If people are interested in our thoughts on Rogue One, but I really did. Are not you interested like it. in our thoughts? Have a, here's a penny for your thoughts. They're listening to our podcast, <laughs> shithead. They must be interested in something we're saying. Um, but I, I, I really didn't like it, I, and I have no idea why it was so popular. And I think that was part... Uh, like part of it just just kills the. Brayden's killing himself over here. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, <laughs> that was kind of shown shown the light on like what their plan was in terms of like all these like year after year Star Wars movies and Rogue One was just like their plan is to pander as much as possible. Like here's a movie how they got the plans to the Death Star. Yeah. Who fucking cares how they got the plans to the Death Star? It doesn't matter. There's a Han Solo movie, I guess. There's What's a Han Solo who's movie in that? coming out? I don't know, some guy. Uh, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, Han Solo. He's, he's That'd directing be awesome. his, Ryan Reynolds as Han Solo. He's directing Solo. episode eight, starring oh. in, uh, as Han Solo. Oh. Um, <laughs> And yeah, it's like hearing rumors about like a Boba Fett movie. Oh I don't Lord. think that's actually happening. But yeah, it's just, just fan service. Like but in Rogue One, how many times did they pass by a guy that you're like, oh, wasn't that guy yeah. in like three seconds of A New Hope? And yeah. like they're just like, oh, remember this? Remember that? And it was, 
It was so egregious. And, and uh, we have to, you can't have, I remember people always saying, you can't have a story about the the plans for the Death Star without having uh, Grand Moff, Grandma Tarkin. Oh, Grandma Tarkin. Grandma Tarkin. So Granny like he Tark. was literally poorly CGI'd into the movie <laughs> just to be like, oh my God, it's that guy who is in A Wait. New Hope for two minutes. So are yeah. we just, Holy are we just, shit. Are we reviewing episode seven now or what? No, are we Rogue, 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 Rogue One. We're reviewing Rogue One. My point, Again? <laughs> my point, my point, man, well, it was like a hundred episodes ago. All right, pals. A little refresher as we go. You wish we had a hundred episodes. <laughs> feels like it. Um, <laughs> my point being is I think some of my lack of kind of caring about episode eight, uh, it's partly to do with all these little spinoff movies. Cause Ro- like I liked episode seven right. a lot because they dilute it. Yeah. And now it's just like, okay, but is it going to be like year after year of just Star Wars crap that they're just pumping out? Sorry. Was that for- a question? That's a rhetorical question, yes, right? Cause yes, it's, it's a, yes. It's a rhetorical okay. question. Oh, so sorry. I thought we were having a podcast with an idiot here. here. I think that's part of the lack of my interest on top of what you're saying about, well, we already had episode seven, which was, what uh, about the Grandma Tarkin spinoff? I think we probably made that joke. <laughs> that sounds obvious. We made just everything. Everyone was thinking it, so I don't even know why I said it. Be an old man looking at a computer for an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's obstinate, though. So Yeah, I guess so. Abstinent. Um, <laughs> but another thing I found weird, if, you know, we're talking about annoying uh, fanboyism. Uh, in terms of people's reaction to both the new Star Wars movies, Rogue One and Episode Seven. Uh, it's like the opposite of what I would thought it would be. Episode seven got so much hate from so many people. Yeah, it's uh, weird. And it's a flawed movie. I'll give it that. Sure. Like, yeah. it, again, I think we talked about it in the Rogue One episode. Like, it, it's a flawed movie. It apes from yeah. a new hope, blah, 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 Too blah. Too many Death Stars, all that stuff. Yeah. But overall, it's like, pretty good, though. It's a pretty good movie. Yeah. Protagonist, not good looking enough. It's a fun, fun adventure. <laughs> Finn's pretty good looking. Yeah, it's got Oscar Isaac too. I yeah, not he's stand. not the protagonist. A lot of he's not the protagonist. He's gone for half. Of it. No. They think he's dead. So you're saying you and don't Adam think Driver. you don't think Daisy Ridley, whatever the fuck, raised? No, I was talking. Yeah, I was talking about Adam She's, Driver. I was talking yeah. about Kylo Ren, not good looking enough protagonist. He's a handsome guy in a really ugly way. Yeah, I guess he got better looking when he killed Han Solo because then the overall. The, the the kind of the general mm-hmm. pot of good lookingness dropped a lot. So that he, he got elevated from that move. Well speaking yeah. of attraction, I hope you've all stuff seen like episode that. seven. I watched episode seven the other night and watching um, Han Solo and Leia as old people flirt. <laughs> it's oh. so weird. And I remember they start. Yeah, you hu- sent us a message yeah, that they, was hilarious. And they start hugging. They start hugging and stuff and talking about their son, uh, who's Kylo Ren. And I remember uh-huh. thinking Man, just picturing them doing it right now is just <laughs> like so them as they gross. are, yeah, in, as they are now, like just two like people state. in their seventies. I was like, ew. Yeah, yeah just and you just know. said that out of nowhere too, and it was a, it was a really funny text message to <laughs> yeah. to receive. I, I don't, yeah, watching them flirt is gross. Kind of hot though. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't it's understand. So weird. Trying to picture old Han and old Leia doing it is so weird. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, like yeah, that that is, is pretty like weird. I was trying, <laughs> trying to do it though. I'm, like, sure, oh, it's I'm weird. sure that's what they wanted when they were making the movie too. They wanted you to be thinking. I just sent you back. I just said it is. Is weird. Yeah, that you're picturing that. <laughs> but I, I don't understand. But so it it, it baffled me that like there were so right, many people. Right. There were people so upset with Episode Seven that they were like. Then they then started praising the prequels 
and being like, well, maybe the prequels don't look so bad. And it's just like, okay. Like, I get it because it had flaws, and maybe those flaws bothered people more. But then Rogue One came out, and I just thought, like, this movie's a pile of fucking garbage. I checked out of that movie. Like, it's long. I think it was like two hours and 20 minutes. I'm going off off memory. I saw it once. I checked Um, out of that movie halfway through the trailer. Dude, I I think I I was giving it the benefit of a doubt. It got popular reviews. It's like, okay, maybe it'll be decent, whatever. Like, I didn't like the idea of a movie about the desk plans for the Death Star from the get-go. But I was giving it the benefit of a doubt. I liked episode seven. And it, I was just bored. Like and people 40, can do good things with a weird plot, Yeah, absolutely. You, know, you, could, so. you could always turn around, turn my expectations around. Mm-hmm. Um, Super boring movie. It though. was so boring. It was yeah. like 45 minutes in and I just yeah. I just stopped caring. I was like, I don't So again, are we doing another episode on Rogue One here? Or my, like, point, <laughs> my, point being, my point being is that I had like the opposite reaction. Like everyone right. went nuts. Like all the fanboys went nuts for Rogue One and they're like praising it to, to all end. But they shit on Episode Seven so much. It's like Episode Seven, fun little adventure movie with new cool characters. Yeah, totally. got its problem. Praising Rogue, it to Rogue hell. One, Rogue One is like water. just fucking boring characters that you don't give a fuck about with fan service. And it's like so why did it, like it just the fanboys annoy me so much. This for is it. yeah. I was about to say is that a rhetorical why again? Because yeah. I, I can answer that real quick. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna ask that every time I pose a clearly rhetorical. Question. <laughs> well, you seem baffled. <laughs> but I am baffled. I don't People, understand the fanboys. All you have to it. do is take all those guys making those reaction videos, and that's the guys that you're baffled by. All of a sudden, it this all is, fits in. They're idiots. This, they are idiots. This <laughs> is definitely where like my love-hate relationship with Star Wars comes from. It's the annoying fanboys. The fans are the worst part I of it. I could deal with a crappy Rogue One movie. I don't give a fuck. Like, whatever. It's just a movie I don't have to see, and I haven't seen since, and don't ever plan to. But then all these, pe- these annoying people... People just praising how great you it love it. I mean, you I love, love making it. fun of them. Yeah, yeah, you love it. This is this is a this is a net positive for your life. Oh, I can't wait to get some of that more fan service. Like, I wonder how much <laughs> masturbation was happening in the theaters. Like, did they show Rogue One in like porno theaters so all the fanboys could go jerk off to it? <laughs> I wonder. Like, so it's like a shows? yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's a masturbating section <laughs> yeah. and a non-masturbating <laughs> section. Like there's that arcade in downtown Vancouver where, like, in the back they still have like old yeah, peep show things, and you can. It's an 18A the, arcade. You put the yeah. You put the quarters in. You stick your face into it, which you're already. Yeah, I was about to say. So is that like, the experience you just? Show? I thought you're in a booth. I thought it was a booth. You don't stick your face. No, you're, you're in a, I've never been You go thing. into a booth and then you... This is 2007. You, let you, me you stick your face and someone jizzes on your yeah. face. <laughs> no, it's not an actual... It's like you go into a booth and close the curtain and then you still got to stick your face in like this viewing thing <laughs> to watch the video. It's not face. just a screen. How do you know this? Uh, I went... <laughs> <laughs> I went before I, I saw Guar like 15 years ago. Um, what a pervert. Years ago. Uh, some friends of mine went into that arcade. And then I followed yeah, just my, my one friend. like, oh, come in here. Look at this. And then I was like, uh, and I looked and I'm like, okay, this is this Braden's is trying to pretend like, that, that pay, he was they, bothered. They, 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 my buddy paid for it and was just watching <laughs> the, the it with the curtain open. He's like, hey, guys, come over here. And so then, what did you see? Yeah, what was the video? I think it was it was like a naked chick or something, and then I was like, mm, "Sounds about right." Who the fuck is still using a pizza? <laughs> what goddamn year is this? Like, see that? See, other than homeless yeah. people, other than homeless people. So that's if you, about yeah. it. If like, you think of, uh, is that just a service for homeless people? If, I don't know. <laughs> If you think of society's reception of this, though, right? It's nostalgic, so, I guess. So, no, no, no. no. So, <laughs> <laughs> jerk off in a yeah. Yeah. Oh, Sometimes I like to go back to when I was eight years old and make, it makes it feel do it like I used younger. to. <laughs> no one's nostalgic for the old ways of jerking off. Everyone realizes how great modern internet porn is. Nobody's desperate to go back to 50 well, Cent. So this is, this is what I was going to say. Just homeless people, that's it. This is what I was going to say is, is that, so the idea was, 
way back in the day, if you had to buy some magazines or something or, or, or rent a porno tape or whatever, it was <laughs> this embarrassing thing, right? The cliches of the guy in the trench coat, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark glasses doesn't want anyone to see him going to the, yeah, to the peep show or the sex store or whatever. So then everything moves to this online thing. And if you look at statistics, it's like 95% of dudes look at internet porn or whatever, right? 5% inaccuracy. Yeah. Like. And then, so, so then you, so you have this thing where society is like, it's something that people accept now. So back then, you're this creep. You 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 know you gotta you gotta buy those well, magazines in of. private. So back in the day, like in the '70s, there was like the golden era of pornography. I only know so much about this because of Boogie because Nights. Of Boogie Nights. <laughs> That's a great movie. Um, like people, like they would play porno movies, like full-on movies in the theater, and it was like a normal thing. There'd be reviews in the newspaper about like a, a porn that came out. Like it was more except I don't know if it was that specific to the 70s. I think, that whole, I think that all old. that changed when people started shaving and that's when that's when that <laughs> stopped being acceptable anymore. Because you couldn't see anything before. Yeah, it's so just, it was, just <laughs> a bush, a giant man. Like, what are you going to see? <laughs> just, yeah, naked people dry humping. That's all it is. Yeah, but for as far as I'm concerned, they're, they're just, uh, we're basically just watching a sex scene from Game of Thrones and they're wearing all their, their furs and stuff, but it's tied around their waist. <laughs> I guess, like... A theater for porn is stranger than a booth. I'd rather have a booth than a fucking, like, just a regular there movie you, theater. Just go down, there to the you go. go down to the Cineplex. They have that, that AVX airplane that flies through, and then it <laughs> swaps over to these people doing it, and it's, it's this porno theater. It's 500 seats. Uh, so, so, yeah. So, why, so, how did this work? So, Rogue this One. I know, where I, I know where I was going with it. You interrupted me. Um, so, so, back in, yeah, so, back in the day, that was this, that was this less accepted thing. I guess maybe... Maybe it was a little accepted I, in the '70s. I, 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 I don't know. But yeah, that is a movie shows are you saw from a theater. Yeah, I so guess. so then it's it, the internet porn where things are you know pretty accepted and normal in society. And right at the tip of your fingers. Yeah, so so you think, oh, okay, well, uh, I guess I guess society is becoming more progressive and and more accept more fun, more accept more accepting of that. But if somebody goes back to a peep show, they are a pervert. So actually, I, I think there's another dynamic there, right? It's not... Is it, going if, back to the voyeurism? If, if we swapped back to magazines and peep shows, I think the same stigma is still there. This is... There's something else going on in this situation. This is not people being more accepting of sex because otherwise, so it'd be fine to go buy your magazine. You wouldn't have to do it in private, right? Because everybody right. accepts it. So, totally you're, so you're saying you're agreeing that it's a nostalgia thing? Like going back... No, to I'm the, saying the that if you go to a peep a show, you are a pervert. What the if you're huh? buying magazines... <laughs> if you're buying magazines... <laughs> It's like a revelation for you. Yeah, but, 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 but how is that different than people just looking at internet porn at home? Because it's out in public. It's in the back of an arcade. <laughs> if you're going, <laughs> yeah, where there's like kids up front playing. I guess it's an 18 plus, so it's adults. If you're going to a 7 Eleven and buying a magazine to look at women, but that you're, not, you're a pervert. But you're not jerking off to the magazine in the 7 Eleven. Wait, are you, is that what you're home. doing at the peep show? Some people are. I think so. Oh my God. That's why there's a curtain in like a booth. <laughs> What the hell? So, yeah, it's not, guys I mean, I've jerked there. off in it's my car like a, while I was driving on the highway, but never in public. <laughs> How does what? that work? Just at night. <laughs> Actually? Well, you're going to get in a car accident. No, no, no. You, you got cruise control. What are you jerking off to? Other cars? No, <laughs> no, I'm not jerking off to cars. Is that a Civic? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at that tailpipe. Like your imagination yeah. or what? No, I I, my imagination just fell out of my brain and I was just jerking off to the car's tailpipes. <laughs> of course, my imagination. Well, you can't be thinking about that stuff while driving. <laughs> what are you thinking about while you're driving? Focusing on the road, motherfucker. Maybe listening to a song or something. But, you yeah. know, like sexual thoughts kind of are all encompassing, you know? Oh, man. No, not at all. I can be thinking I'm writing business plans in there while I'm 
having my whatever I'm thinking about. This is a weird Mullerism thing. Multifaceted. You're you're hamming it up here. No, I'm not hamming it up at all. I mean, I'm while driving. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not during the day. Yeah, like you don't want people matter. to see it's you. Not, it's not the, the time of day that I find weird about. I've had another friend make this claim, and I never believed him. Oh, who is he? Like where, who is he? And where does that's he a, live? That's a Richard claim. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, it's not. Never mind. Someone who listens to the show, you talk to him often. Often works in a government building. Oh, okay. Yeah, you probably know. I don't know who you're talking about. Yes, so. I do. I can't I join I the I club. Know. I don't know if he wants me saying that's this. That's all. I, I don't know if he know. wants me saying this on the, on on air. I'm not. I'm not sure if he wants me saying it yet. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, the point. How do you jerk off while driving? What do you mean? Like the, the same way you jerk off? What do you jerk off into? You just let it spray all over your no, fucking no, lap? No, you, just, you got a sock. You just got to take off your napkin. <laughs> so you got your it. hand on your. You got one hand on your dick and another using whatever sock, napkin, whatever it is. Your your. Doesn't sound that crazy to me. What's holding the steering wheel? Right hand. Yeah. I had a friend. So what's what's okay? You got one hand jerking yeah. off, one hand on your dick. I'm trying to figure out the logistics of you this. You want to know hand. where where my dick is and where my hands are? I know what you're looking for. So here. the other hand is presumably the cleanup. I'm talking about the the moment here. Yeah, yeah. The other hand is you got right hand on a dick, whatever dominant hand. Left on your hand. Dick, I'm left hand. God. The other hand yeah, is so. is the cleanup hand. What about the steering wheel? No, 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 no. So is there a moment no, 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 when you're you, ejaculating you to, you, where there's you no, stop. no hands on, on the steering no, wheel? No, no. You got to stop on. and get your here, sock I'm, on. I'm acting this out. Hang on, guys. <laughs> Braden's got his Braden's got his dick <laughs> out. Uh, no, you got you got you got you got to once you're you got to grab the sock and you got to wrap it. Where did the sock come from? Off your foot. You took it off while driving, or you took it off before? I'm trying to breaking down <laughs> Man, the logistics. Of I didn't this. realize how funny this was until you started breaking it down. But that is pretty funny. How, where, how, where, when did the sock come into play? Did you know this beforehand? You're like, oh, I got to get my sock ready. Or did you take it off while driving, or did yeah, you yeah, while you're driving? I mean, I didn't, I didn't plan on doing it while I was driving. But it's like you're driving home. It's like one in the morning. You're you're getting sleepy, and it's an hour and a half drive or something from Vancouver. Weird. It's like, man, I got to find something to do. Yeah, I'm more concerned about the mess, though. Like, no, no, it's all in the sock. How'd you get the sock? Oh, right, off? The How'd sock, you get the sock, sock off while driving? Sock. You, you cruise control. Yeah, you that's just, not you hard just, to do. Yeah, man. it's pretty easy. That's you just just take off your shoe and whatever. You got an hour and a half, so you can do it all. You know, I don't think I could be in the right. Uh, yeah, but you're also while. like the biggest pussy driver ever. If What's that? That has nothing to do with jerking off while driving. I mean, it, it has it has to do with how much uh-huh. you pay attention, <laughs> which I don't do a lot of usually when I'm driving. Yeah, I was about I to say, what does that mean? I pay more attention. Yeah, that does. I mean, you're probably less likely to get into an accident but it's like we're going, <laughs> yeah well i'm not jerking off while driving of course I <laughs> like idiot. if we're going into a roundabout or something though it's like you'll come to a complete stop every time it's yeah like, i don't the trust. roundabout's empty like just you can see ahead like just zoom in there. so you're talking about a specific we're not talking about just an everyday roundabout like the one close to your house like the one close to my house is a shit show where there's like constant accidents. yeah that one sucks i don't trust anyone in that so yeah well, i pull up to it pretty fucking when straight. i used to work beside that roundabout so i could see it out the window all the accidents i saw were when people would go into the roundabout and just start driving the wrong direction. Oh, I've seen that happen. Just go that's left. So my point being is I yeah. don't trust anyone in there to be driving in the right I direction because I've seen that happen I saw too. somebody enter the roundabout backwards one time. I have no idea how that even, they like just were, they, were, they were in reverse, just reverse, just confused. <laughs> I didn't. I had no idea how that happened. I just looked uh, out and it was happening. So, and, and so anyway, peep shows. What this are we doesn't, talking? This the doesn't fuck sound are we talking about? So crazy to me. I had a friend one time. It does. Saw, sound crazy he drove to me. by me like we were both driving, and he saw me <laughs> while driving stick. 
he pulled he his, saw me jerking he pulled off. his pants down and mooned me while driving <laughs> driving stick. Well, if you had, were you on the and, highway? No, we but were on that Evans. Was oh, so there's no cruise control. You no, don't think? He maybe drove, he had it. He drove down Evans. But that's definitely you don't think that's mooding a dangerous... me for like thirty seconds. See, while but driving this is down but this road. you don't think that's a dangerous move. Oh, it's absolutely. But this dangerous. is what I'm talking about. Your, your, like, your whole argument is that this is dangerous. But it's, it's like feasible. life is dangerous. <laughs> I just like like. Like like jerking off to completion, like you're kind of in the moment, like yeah. you're getting to a point. Like I, I, can I can't focus. imagine mentally getting to that point and focusing on driving at the Mueller same time. Mueller eats bowls of cereal while he drives. Do you, like, do you know who we're talking to here? <laughs> yeah, I do. I mean, I got those long legs. I, I mean, don't you ever just steer it's with your knee? State of, that it's, is weird too, though, because yeah. yeah, a bowl of cereal—it's like it could easily spill. That's another whole that thing. But that makes too. Yeah, but more I'm not gonna, like, sense to me than jerking it's off. It's a little just more cause, realistic. Just because the state of mind you're in when you're jerking off—it's like you're a different, horrible person when you're jerking <laughs> off. So. Maybe, maybe I should have said that I was attracted to the cars, and then I would have said, <laughs> you know, I don't have to go to any place in my mind because it's all right there. <laughs> Yeah, but, so yeah, I'm but more it's focused. too late for them. I'm more focused on the road. I'm turned on by the road. That way I'm looking at the yeah. road no, the whole time. Did you hit the strips on the side of the road or vibrates? Did that feel good? How long of a fucking drive was it that you couldn't wait to get home? I mean, I was just going to go to bed when I get home. I'm telling you, I was bored here. It's not, oh, I'm so horny. So I got to do this. Put on music. Just, you have a stereo in your car. Dude, I listen to music all the time. I have a I have a great stereo in my this car. This is your ADD. You just always have to have all your fucking senses being stimulated <laughs> yeah. at all times to the point where you're jerking off while driving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This yeah. music isn't isn't enough. This, like, this podcast I'm listening to isn't enough. I gotta have, like the tip of my penis <laughs> being stimulated too. <laughs> this driving yeah, is was, not enough. I was, I was listening to our own podcast uh, while I was. Yeah. <laughs> Anime is to blame. Parents take notes. Listening to episode <laughs> seven about steer spirit no, it's, away. It's weird jerking off. While driving, it is driving. That's well, I'm weird. not defending it. I'm just it saying sounded it's sounded like you were defending. No, I'm not. I'm saying I'm defending the logistics of it, not <laughs> actually doing it. Yeah, I'm, Stanley, if you die of a heart attack, are you okay crazy. with that? I never considered the sock because I don't. It's been. I don't know how young. Because you didn't try last, to jerk the last off while you were driving. Off into a sock. Yeah, I did it so, once when I was like 13, and it was gross. So I've ne- I didn't think about the sock. That makes the that fixes the logistics, except for getting your sock off. Still sounds a little dodgy to me. Sure. I guess, yeah. Anyway. And, and also, you can't wait to get fucking home. So this is Christ. And this, okay. this is what Rogue One makes us do, that we start talking about jerking off while driving because it's more interesting than Rogue One. Yeah, keep going. And <laughs> so anyway, so they, yeah, I heard they were showing Rogue One in uh, various porno theaters across North America. <laughs> And uh, I'm just kidding. Is that where you're coming from, Muller? When you uh, you you're like, oh, Rogue One was so good. I, I got to jerk off on the drive home. <laughs> no, I was just I was just saying that it's like it's funny. Like you think it's kind of you, we've evolved from oh, it used to be the shameful thing looking at porn, and now everybody no. does it. But yeah. now it's but now it's kind of this thing where it's like. Uh, I don't. I don't think that that's the case at all. I think that they're just more accepting of the medium of it. So, okay. So I see. I got a stereos here calling in. So, uh, hey, a stereos, are you there? Ah, oh. hello. Hey, I'm sorry. Buddy. Oh my gosh. You slimy bastard. You made it that's... after all. Let me tell you what happened. Have you guys <laughs> heard of this app called HQ? No. Is this some sort <gasps> of city folk thing? You guys, everybody's playing HQ. It's a game <laughs> show on your phone. Where you can win real money. How much? Uh, they sp- every night a thousand dollars is split amongst everyone who can correctly answer twelve questions. It's like a bar trivia night on your phone <laughs> in an app every night, 
And I turned on Do Not Disturb while I was playing HQ because if you're playing and someone calls you, you're like, you lose the game? <laughs> and so, then, I, and oh, then I, I, was dr- I was drunk cleaning and I fell asleep. <laughs> and then I, but I still had Do Not Disturb on, so I slept right through my alarm. So I'm so sorry. And I didn't even win any money. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, real movies with real men beaten out by a game, sh- uh, 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 an automated game show app. <laughs> It's really game. good. What's the most it's amount of really money you, you've ever won on that, Asterios? I've never won HQ ever. <laughs> it's really, it's very difficult. Is, is this the app you were uh, hoping to make some money to pay your lawyer with? <laughs> oh, what? Are you so, guys talking woo. about a lawsuit? So let's give, uh, let's give Asterios a proper introduction here. So uh, you're, a, you're a comedian, or, or introduce yourself, I guess. I don't know. No, that's a terrible idea. Okay. That all sound like I'm bragging. But if you guys introduce me, I'll be like, oh, yeah, oh, that's so nice. Well, oh, so, Asterios, you're, in, a, in a way, you're kind of a hard uh, guy to describe with your comedy because you kind of do everything. Like, you do, a do. Lot of, you do a lot of comedy theater, you have video skits, you have your own uh, podcasts. And comedy sleeping and, through other people's podcasts. And then sometimes It was pretty funny. <laughs> and then sometimes you're boxing random moderators of pro-Trump subreddits. So <laughs> your, your comedy's a little hard yeah. to uh, pinpoint to uh, an audience not necessarily familiar. But, but, but we've been a big fan for a long time. Yes. Yeah. We've been all following you since uh, you were on a big podcast, The Biggest Problem in the Universe. Uh, moving on to The Dick Show after yeah. the schism of those uh, two partners... Um, and now you're, uh, I guess, being sued for $20 million uh, be- because of uh, uh, things that make no sense uh, at all. And I don't even know how to summarize it up yeah. uh, in any way. So, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, let me, let me start off by saying I'm legally unable to comment on ongoing litigation <laughs> for advice from my legal counsel. But I mean... You guys can talk all you want. <laughs> well, okay, so, I mean, I don't know what the best way to summarize this uh, is other than, uh, you know, Dick and Maddox from the original show, uh, Split. Uh, Maddox has been a super big douche, and uh, he's such an erotic, insane person <laughs> that he's written a fifth... I, I watched this lawyer analyzing <laughs> in this 40-minute YouTube yeah, yeah, video, yeah, going uh, through all this, and just constantly looking through complaint after complaint, and he goes, uh, yeah, Maddox has this complaint. He says, again... Again, once again, this is not anything at all. This is not something that means legally anything. This is just a screenshot of a random person saying something on Twitter that has nothing to do with any. Again, again, this is just constantly going down this list. So, so that's kind of my uh, that's kind of my experience on it. I don't know if you can comment on that. <laughs> uh, can I comment on your experience? Yes. Oh, it sounds like you had quite the experience. <laughs> As far as I can tell, you're being sued for making fun of someone on the internet, which is what the is internet that is for. What's hap- is think- that what's happening? <laughs> I mean... Because I have no comment, but... <laughs> is that what's going on? <laughs> I think it is, which is kind of strange, because my understanding of the internet is that's exactly what it's for. Yeah. So, I know you can't comment on what the internet is for generally, like when it no. was invented or, or how general people use it right now, because that could, uh, I'm pretty be, sure that's you might it. get sued for another $20 million for <laughs> thinking about what the internet might be about. Yeah, uh, by so Al Gore. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, that's pretty, pretty, pretty fantastic. So uh, we're going to talk about, uh, do, you, do you have anything you want to say before we get into it? Uh, no, I'm just, 
Uh, just sorry, I'm late. We're all starstruck here. You guys were, better be. Yeah, I <laughs> heard that you guys were talking about someone jerking off. <laughs> yeah, so serious. I guess in just, a car. Yeah. yeah, we should fill you just, in on the first half hour of our episode trend, here. Just to transition you uh, into our conversations on the show thus far, uh, do you have any thoughts on either Fifty Cent porno peep shows or jerking Whoa. off while driving at night? Of course, not in the day. Not, yeah, a not like oh, a weird, not some no. weirdo during the day jerking off yeah. while driving. <laughs> No, of course. Um, hmm. 50 cent peep show. Honestly, that I don't think you got to go so far out of your way to find like a 50 cent peep show. You got to make that like your day. You know what yeah, I'm saying? You got to leave the house for sure. You got you you got to leave the house and then you got to like go down to a place. I remember this a long time ago I was dating this girl and we thought, oh, it'll be sexy. We'll go into one of those peep show booths and we'll <laughs> a night out, and we'll and we'll fuck in the peep show booth. <laughs> and so we get down to this this porno store in North Hollywood, and the first thing is they make us each put five dollars on like a swipe card, like it's Dave and Buster's. <laughs> like we're going down to the, the the Castle Fun Park or the Wonderland, so yeah, you that, can play your arcade. Like an arcade. Games. Yeah, it's like an eighteen eighty arcade. I guess is what we were ta- saying. Is that what it is? Can you play That's, games? I I well, because here's what happens. We're like, okay, here's ten dollars, and then they wouldn't let us into the same booth. They're like, yeah, we know what you're gonna do in there. <laughs> so they you charge you extra to you. And, but what I, but what I'm saying to them is, it's like, well, well, guys, if. I would have just done that alone. <laughs> the point of the... It's, it, it's like, no matter what the end result is, that's happening. <laughs> now, either it's, you either think it's my you know. hand, or it's this adorable young Iranian lady's hand. Yeah, things, either are, way, things are spilling. Something's... Yeah, it, it, either way, you're going to have to clean this up. <laughs> and they're like, you no. use your sock. Then I, you'll be. Oh God! No, but then what am I? Then what am I paying for? <laughs> That's so true. I, so I left, and I gave the porno swipe cards to my roommate. <laughs> Seems like a so, guy who might need it. So he's so he's at home, and he, and Mysterious walks, and he's like, "Hey, you want a porno swipe card?" <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, I'm, I'm in the line. Uh, okay, so I guess we should get to a little bit of movie talk here at some point. So uh, this week, my most hated movie ever. Of the week. Uh, uh, Asterius, you missed the cue, man. Come on, what man. A, what oh, are you uh, dropping the ball? There we go. <laughs> that was the best of the week ever. Yeah, I'm going to get a sound bite for that one. Uh, is Star Trek Into Darkness. Hurrah. Why'd you say it like that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> You're just becoming immediately <laughs> depressed talking about this movie. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a very depressing, it's a super depressing movie. It is, I guess the best way that I can summarize this is it's the most convoluting, convoluted movie, and I have yet to run into a single person who knows what happened yeah. in... Asterius, you specifically mentioned when we were chatting before this that you hated Star Trek Into Darkness. Do you remember what even happens in that movie? I remember everything that happens in it. It doesn't mean I understand it. And the thing <laughs> is, and it's a remake of another movie, yeah. and you still can't understand it. <laughs> and, you've, and you've seen the original. Yes! I, I, yes, I've seen The Wrath of Khan. It's like, it's, it's ridiculous, this movie. I'm sorry, continue. So I, I've heard a lot of these... these I, I'm, I think that you're probably a much bigger nerd than I am, and we, we try to... 
uh, pick on nerds as much as we can. But whenever nice. I hear guy, old, guys who saw Wrath of Khan when it came out, they always say it really quick, and I keep thinking they're saying Repcon. Of course I've seen the Repcon! <laughs> like, and I, I don't know why I keep hearing that same phrase every single time, but it's always with these comic book nerd guys. I don't know, I don't know if you're the comic book type, but... I, yeah, I love comic books. I mean... I read the comic book prequel to the original J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Where it explains how Spock gets to the alternate universe. Amazing. Turns out he and Nero team up, and they use dark matter to try to save Romulus, and (laughs) Nero's, Nero's Nero's kid and wife die, and then Nero attacks the Enterprise D, and Data is captain because it's in the future, and like Ambassador Picard is visiting. (laughs) Sorry, so was this good or was this bad? This sounds like oh no, (laughs) this sounds bad. It was great. No, no, no. Okay, sounds like a ton of of information that no one should ever want to know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it didn't help even a little bit. (laughs) Understand? Because it's like, oh, you mean that uh, the snarling evil guy is evil? Yeah. <laughs> like, like in the original Star Trek movie, it's like, I didn't need to know why this guy is like, I want Spock dead now. Like, he wants Spock dead now. Like, he's a bad guy. Yeah, you don't need I to know it. anything more than that. People like Spock. This guy wants him dead. End of story. Pretty simple. And, yeah. he, and he also specified a timeline, if you'll remember. No. Now. No, he I, goes, I want Spock dead now. <laughs> now. <laughs> you know what's funny? I, I, in the new one with, uh, what are the, Benedict uh, Cumberbund, Cabbage Cumberdung? Patch, Cumberbunch, whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, they, he's like, Khan is this super sophisticated badass, and he's cool looking, his haircut yeah. is all dressed in black. Isn't, like, I'm pretty sure the original, wasn't Khan, like, just a really menacing gay man? Isn't that his old stick? Yeah, he had like long gray hair and like he yeah, he was just kind of a I don't I don't know, he didn't look like that at all. He was like super fruity looking. He was, he was kind of fruity looking. Some weird. I, I haven't seen this original. You haven't seen movie, the original con the way, so How would you describe the original con? Um, I wouldn't use casual homophobia to describe him. <laughs> How would I describe I mean, I think the idea behind him is that he's supposed to be well, it's like, like every bad guy's supposed to be Hitler, right? It's just like, <laughs> yeah. oh, this guy's so charming. This guy, he's got such power. Like, he puts all the people of the SS Botany Bay under his sway. And, you I know. Do, I remember him being super kind of flamboyant. I guess that's the no, more appropriate word. But, yeah, that's just that's the funny comparison that in this new one, he's all dressed in black and sleek and cool. But it's like he's just like a flamboyant guy with his weird, sweaty chest hair hanging yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> Like now, now he's like basically like a space ninja. Yeah, pretty much. I guess it's supposed to be an alternate timeline, but I mean, Spock does admit in Into Darkness that he encountered Khan, so I guess it is supposed to be the same oh, guy God, still. I'm getting but so bored. But it's just none of the same characteristics no. at all. You no. would not think those to be the same uh, sort of come from the same place. Those right. two characters. So maybe we should just try to outline this the plot a little bit for anybody who hasn't who hasn't seen this movie. Star Trek Into Darkness um, is the longest. 30 minute movie I've ever yeah. seen. <laughs> yep. Yeah. There's like maybe <laughs> nothing s- happens. I think, in it. I think there's six plot maybe points six. in total that happen, and it's well over two hours long. And 214. I, yeah. And, and, and all the yeah. main plot points I remembered from when I saw it in the theaters in 2013, and I, I rewatched it this morning, and I'm having a lot of trouble remembering what happened uh, <laughs> from in, this morning in, 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 in it. So uh, mm-hmm. it's. Uh, 
Shit, I can't remember what happens. What happens? <laughs> Con. Con gets some guy to blow up a building, and then the Federation has a meeting about it and decides to, we got to capture We got to kill him. Con. We got to get Con. So just for context, I haven't seen this movie for like two years. <laughs> this is what I can uh, piece together from Yeah, maybe it. you can help me figure out what happened, because seeing it this morning was not <laughs> well, I, I watched it last night. I can... Do you remember what happened? I do. Oh, uh, So yeah, they go, they go after Con. They go after Khan. They set up a meeting. Khan flees to Klingon planet. Yes. And okay, but so that's a major plot point though, because they're yeah, at the meeting, and then Khan sends some. Khan shoots them all in a helicopter. So that's what the the what yeah. first major. Yeah, point, that that right? triggers them to to, to want to uh, get. We gotta get. We gotta get that Khan. We gotta get him. And then he goes to yeah, the Klingon that wily planet. Rascal. He goes yeah. to the Klingon planet because think like thinking, oh, you know, they can't attack me on the Klingon planet. Relations with the Klingons, they're you know, they're in really bad shape. I guess they, the humans don't get along with Klingons. Is that a thing from Star Wars? Uh, Star Trek Asterios? <laughs> it, it it is. It's a classic thing. Like the humans and Klingons are always at war, and specifically, it was supposed to mirror. America and Russia's relationship. Oh, I'm sure that's really 60s. relevant now. So, so they didn't th- they didn't think too too fondly of the Russians then. Just like, just a bunch of angry war torn barbarians. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were like they were portrayed as like a bunch of horrifying monster men. And then the Romulans were originally the Chinese. Who oh, were like all sneaky and manipulative, and like you couldn't try, like you know, like a Russian would stab you in front, and a Chinese guy, I mean, like a Klingon would stab you in the front, and a Romulan would stab you in <laughs> yeah. the back. Yeah, not not these actual uh, people, yeah. just the. Uh, so w- one thing I was thinking about too with. Um, what are they called again? Not the Vulcans. The Klingons? The, the Klingons. Klingons. Yeah. Jeez, it's, like two, man. it's like a minute ago. Uh, I think it was like 10 <laughs> seconds even. Um, so uh, one thing I was thinking of is they're, they're supposed to be, at least the way they're portrayed in this movie, is they're like these barbarian guys, right? Like they're Very aggressive. They're, yeah, they're, they're really aggressive and barbarians. And, like, uh, and, I, and I'm thinking, like, where did they get all these amazing spaceships from? Like, don't you have to kind of embrace this, like, white-collar systematic <laughs> Not be a fucking meathead? Be, yeah, not, not be a meathead. Like, it's like, so we just have all these meatheads who invented all these um, this amazing space technology. Is there some lore I'm missing out on here, or is it just this well, movie's fault? Eventually, they recon. Eventually, the Klingons are reconcepted. So, in the '60s, when the original Star Trek comes out, they're <laughs> like barbarian Russian dumbass idiots. <laughs> but then With the Russians. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. With with spaceships space. who are better than the Federation spaceships because oh, they have shit. spaceships that can cloak and we don't. And but eventually, <laughs> the you know when they when they start to rewrite Star Trek in the nineties and eighties, you know this it doesn't work anymore. So they make them space Vikings. Oh, okay, that's a good and, description. And that's what the Klingons are right now in modern continuity. Uh, for example, much like the Vikings, they want to die in glorious battles so they can go to Valhalla. The Klingons want to die in glorious battles so they can go to a place called Stovokor. Uh, the oh Vikings God. are always drinking mead and they're always drinking, and the Klingons are always drinking, uh, uh, what the hell is it called? It's, 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 they're always drinking blood wine. That's what they're always drinking. <laughs> how, how, much, how much of your knowledge of American history is based on Star Trek? <laughs> 100%. Why do you ask? <laughs> Sounds right. So wait, so who are the Vikings supposed to be a metaphor for then in the 80s and 90s reboot or today? The Klingons. You no, know, no, no, it's, no. Sorry, the Klingons yeah. are the Klingon Vikings are a metaphor for who? Just old Vikings? 
Yeah, just the just oh, the just, just the Vikings of all because they, well because think about it it's like Vikings that you know in popular culture they love to fight they love to they love to like uh, drink they love to party they're just always looking for like a good time and a good fight so it's like well if you're gonna it's like they couldn't just get rid of the Klingons so they were like <laughs> no. oh, okay well this will explain why they're this will explain why they're monsters. <laughs> Who, who only want to stab each other? It's like ah, they're Vikings. <laughs> so, so, so they go to the they go to the Klingon planet to to kill Khan. Uh, the the captain, good guy, do, does uh, Captain Kierkegaard. So you know, uh, you know what's really funny, just on the topic of Klingons, like the whole they spell out quite clearly that we can't do we can't do anything down there because we don't want to piss off the Klingons. We don't want to start an entire start war, crazy interplanetary war, and then they like and that's the They end up plot, like fighting and shooting a bunch of Klingons. They that kill catch a ton on of them. They kill a bunch of them. That's like yeah. the first thing they do, and nothing comes of it at <laughs> yeah, all. <nothing. laughs> it's just like oh, I guess. Well, not. no, k- kind of. Because um, I think we do hit that plot point, but because the next big it plot point, of, so they show up at the Klingon planet, uh, really weird. So the the Klingons are going to take care of all these humans, like they're pissed off that they're there, and they they've caught them. He's he grabs this chick by the throat, this translator chick that they had to bring with them because she's the only one who could speak to the Klingons. But they're like in the future, and they have hyperdrives, and they haven't invented a robot that can translate different languages yet. I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know where that. They didn't comes have from. a data with them. Yeah, they didn't have a data with them. I guess. So, so the Klingons are going to take care of these, all the the, the humans, all, all the good guys, and then Khan shows up at the last second and just shoots all the Klingons, and it's like, <laughs> dude, like they were they were going to do your job for you. So I guess I guess he wanted to be caught uh, to be to be idea. a jerk. And uh, and and manipulate people yeah. and whatnot. So that's the that's the second main plot point. And yeah. then after that, the humans from Earth come, and they, it's actually oh, there's this there's this admiral who is betraying them, and they actually wanted. Uh, it's this is so confusing so for me. It's, it's a nightmare. My memory of it is that Khan went down to this planet. He wanted them to shoot missiles at them because all of his people, all of Khan's race of people, are frozen inside of. Missiles. Dude, I can't even follow this, it's and like, I just watched fuck, it. Like, is that yeah. how does I might be remembering it wrong? But how does that plotline make any goddamn it sense? They're gonna fire your people through missiles and to get them back and safe, and they're gonna survive this somehow. Before we move on <laughs> to from this this part, Asterios, um, yes. which was it? Search for Spock, where Christopher Lloyd plays a Klingon, or which I can't Ooh. remember. Which I feel like it was that one, but is I'm this trying in to think your, of how the Klingons played into it. Is this in your trivia app game? This yeah. question, yeah, I don't know if I've seen that. Because <laughs> Christopher recently. Lloyd plays a Klingon, it is, it's, it's really funny. <laughs> if it is, I would definitely lose. Um, <laughs> so he doesn't know. Okay, that's, that's I don't he, know which movie he does, but he definitely does. Christopher Lloyd plays a Klingon who loves quoting Shakespeare. Yeah, you should look up pictures of it. He's really funny looking. Anyway. Okay, well, don't look it up now. Listen to the podcast while you're, while you're doing it. So I just, the one thing that I noticed throughout this whole movie, and this really doesn't have much to do with the plot, but just the Star Trek thing, um, actually it does have something to do with the plot, is that this, this movie's just full of the deus ex machina, which is just, uh, mm-hmm. I th- oh, I'm fighting the bad guy, uh, you know, I'm just about to lose, and then a dragon comes out of nowhere and kills him. And it's just this convenient plot yeah. device that has nothing to do with anything. Anything. Nobody set it up, and 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 it's just it's just a lazy writer. Most of the time, it's just a lazy writer just ha- throwing in a random plot device to fix a situation. So 
constantly throughout this movie. They're in this super advanced society. They've got slipstream, hyperspace travel. All of you know, they're they're transporting matter from one place to another, grabbing people from other ships and dissolving them and making them reappear. All this amazing technology, but just randomly for any plot point, all of a sudden their technology will be really, really terrible. So, I mean, at the at the end of the movie. Uh, Captain, I didn't, I don't remember his name, but uh, uh, Admiral Robocop. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's <laughs> the, the the main protagonist fellow. Um, he has to go and restore power to their ship. So he has to go to the to the power center, and he ends up getting all this radiation poisoning from this nuclear reactor. And I'm thinking, like, you guys are still using nuclear energy, like way, um, like apparently a million years in the future. Like this is <laughs> all of a sudden we're back to to 2017's technology, or like more like 1998. Yeah, this, we, it's like The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm like I'm still supposed to believe that. I, I mentioned the robot thing where it's like, oh, we needed this this girl to be on board to translate for the Klingons, and it's like. We couldn't have just used some sort of ear. Like literally right now, there is a Google earpiece that you can put in and it will translate 50 languages for you. It has a microphone. So when people around you talk in another language and then it says in your ear what they're saying, that is a technology that exists today. Oh, that technology gets lost in the future, I guess. Yeah, that technology so. gets, gets lost in the future. Um, so they have, they have another plot point where you talked about these torpedoes. So the whole, the whole thing is that Khan wants his torpedoes back uh, because sure. <laughs> because I guess all his people like all his he super hid, he hid his his race of people that the Federation had captured. So this is my main problem with this movie. <laughs> like try go. I remember while watching it, I watched it and then you came over like right after and you're like, oh, how was it? And I just thought. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I don't know what the fuck I just watched. Like, as far as I can remember, Khan, he gets the, he wants the missiles shot at them, so he kind of double crosses them into shooting the missiles. But then they capture him, and and Khan's like, "Ah, oh, shit, they caught me." But then caught, but then Khan intentionally got caught, so he double double crossed them. <laughs> and then Admiral Robocop shows up, the the captain of the Federation or whatever the fuck his uh, title is. He shows up and he, I don't remember what he did, but he double crossed them somehow, but Khan knew he was going to that and double, double crossed him. And it's just like you have this double quadruple It's like the end of Saw 3 cross, And I'm like, what it's... the fuck is going on? I'm like, you gotta dumb this down. I'm just an idiot who doesn't care about Star Trek. Why are you show Like, I don't know what's going on. This is such a confusing fucking mess. Yeah, can you make sense of this, Asterios? It's real bad. <laughs> no. I, I can't, especially because Khan looks and acts so suspicious. <laughs> All the time. Everything he does. <laughs> exactly. After he murders 16 Klingons, <laughs> he goes like, he goes, I surrender to the Federation yeah, because that's the and worst thing he does when he talks to them. He, sur he surrenders because uh, he his his people are in the missiles, and you, you don't know it yet. But he goes, how many but missiles do you have? And they're like, 75. And he's like, I surrender. <laughs> yeah, he immediately like, said. Why didn't you just kill them all? You guys, they didn't piece the together why, like, the last thing they said to his stark change in attitude. Yeah, they don't. Like, the, the, hey, we have 72 missiles. Oh, my God, 72 missiles. <laughs> and they're like, oh, that probably meant nothing. <laughs> well, they may, might yeah. have, They might have thought he was scared of the actual firepower, but... Obviously, there's more going on. Like they're just yeah, idiots. It was, 
Yeah. Ah, but this is my but problem. Like, keep it. Keep, how, like, like I'm just like this is a new uh, iteration of Star Trek. This franchise meant for a mainstream audience and people like me who don't really care about Star Trek. Uh, keep it fucking simple. I gotta yeah. follow this like double, triple cross thing. And I have That's no crazy. fucking clue what's going on. And then you add like frozen people being transported through missiles as if that's a safe way to transport people. And this is like, <laughs> <laughs> a little fucking like, what was your plan? You're just gonna catch yeah. all, like, you got a big net, you're just gonna catch all the fucking missiles. And I know, <laughs> hope, hope they didn't put explosives in them. Well, I know he was, he was, he was banking on them not firing them because. Doing so in Cleon territory to cause a war, but what if Kirk, being the you know renegade, he's a he hothead. Has, what if he goes? You know what? Screw it. We're firing them. Like, but then, then they're all dead. How was he going to get the missiles if they didn't fire them? Well, he was going to board the ship and take them. Oh, is that why he intentionally? I have yeah. no oh, idea what. That's why he turns himself wow. in. But it's like he was really calling their bluff because if they fired the missiles, his whole civilization is dead. <laughs> and the Klingons, he was really and banking the Klingons on that. are all dead. Yeah, yeah, and 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 there is gunpowder or whatever, whatever. There, there probably is active. There's probably literal gunpowder, knowing how not advanced this advanced <laughs> civilization yeah. is. Um, but it, because at the end, uh, you know, they they get into this. Co- so. They get in this conflict with Khan. You know, he double, Con- double, double crosses. Yeah, a conflict <laughs> uh, with them. So uh, they get in this conflict with him. He's got all the firepower, right? He stole this admir- this this Earth admiral's ship who had who had betrayed them. And he says, "Okay, well, you give me my people. You know, I'm going to warp them onto my ship here. You got to lower your shield so I can warp them on, uh, and I'll give you your people back. I'll 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 warp your people onto your ship. You warp me onto mine, and uh, and that's how they end up defeating him because the people are in missiles, so they just set the missiles to go off. So so yeah, so they it, took the people out. Yeah, so they so then, they so I don't think they take the yeah, people they out. Do. I think yeah, oh, they do. Oh really? Yeah. Wait. Okay. So they phone f- shows that they they removed. They just transferred the actual. Well, that's less over. depressing than I'd hoped. Um. So. So, anyways, they do they do this trade, and then the missiles blow up. So it's like, oh, okay, there's yeah. there's actually firepower. So Khan put missiles like firepowder in with his fire. What what, you know what you mean? It was <laughs> a bad plan. It yeah, was a very like, bad transporting plan. people through missiles. It, it just seems like everybody's plan throughout the entire movie has a very low chance of succeeding, and yeah. that's their best plan. That's the oh, we're gonna travel nine billion miles. Uh, in the meantime, <laughs> this is nine billion miles worth of planning <laughs> that, that we just did, and this was our best plan. And there's like a one percent chance of yeah. of success here. So. Uh, before I go any further, we should uh, get this week's sponsor out of the way here. Oh, good. Uh, so make la- that money. Yeah, got to make that those have that advertising revenue. From all of these real companies. Yeah, from all the uh, great sponsors who have so far. So last week's sponsor really inspired uh, some new sponsors. Last week we had um, the white powder makeover kit. Um, <laughs> this week's episode uh, is brought to you by the new American. Classic novel, White Like Me. Uh, so uh, I'll give you kind of I've, the... I've heard of this. Yeah, so John yeah. Howard Whitefin, he's the author and the main character of White Like Me. Uh, he's a middle-aged black man living in New York. He's deeply committed to the cause of racial justice and frustrated by his inability as a black man to understand the privileged white experience. Whitefin decides to take a radical step. He undergoes medical treatment to change the color of his skin and temporarily become a white man. After securing the support of his wife and George White Vuitton, the editor of a black-oriented magazine called Colorblind, which will fund Whitefin's experience as a white man, uh, in return for an article about it. Whitefin sets out for Washington, D.C. to begin his life as a white man. He undergoes the whitening treatment 
provided by dentists by applying their teeth whitening treatment to his skin, he briefly panics, feeling that he's lost his identity, and then quickly realizes, now that he's white, his life is about to become a whole lot easier. So that's uh, White Like Me, our, our sponsor for this week. Uh, it's like a Michael Jackson autobiography? <laughs> that's uh, pretty, pretty similar here. Uh, something like that. Thank I, you, I think, sponsors. Whatnot. Uh, do we still got you here, Asterios? Hello. Uh, okay, good. Uh, I... <laughs> We heard you creaking around, and then it just yeah, yeah, and then it just stopped, stopped like, oh, creaking. No. Did so he I was fall like, asleep? Oh, he probably put his mute on to oh, not yeah. to be. I thought you fell be. asleep again. <laughs> I started. I got into my car and, and started driving <laughs> and jerking off. I just didn't want you guys to hear it. Sorry. Atta <laughs> boy. Well, I can hear it now. Gosh, have some uh, sense of propriety here, Asterios. Yeah, you'll never unhear it now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So this Deus Ex Machina going through. Uh, through Star Trek. It's just this constant, it's always happening to solve whatever their problems are. So they have this point where uh, they have to get one of the missiles back onto the ship so uh, Spock can, I know it's the doctor guy, the Carl Urban boy. Yeah, Bones. Uh, Dread. Bones. Yeah, he played Dread. Um, Dr. Dread. Yeah, Dr. Dread. So he's, he's trying to, they're, they're using him because he's a surgeon, I guess, because he has tiny fingers and he can really get up in there. Very dainty. So, so they're like, oh, you got to rewire this Pretty bomb. Prerequisite to being a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> dainty fingers. Yeah. <laughs> you you got to rewire this bomb. So he tries to rewire the bomb and his arm kind of gets stuck in it. And they're like, oh, the bomb's going to go off, right? You triggered it to go off and you got 30 yeah. seconds. So they're like, oh, well, we can't beam him back without beaming the missile on board. You can't beam one back without the other. Again, and such it's advanced like, really like this advanced technology can't tell the difference between human tissue and a torpedo. Yeah. <laughs> like there's there's no way for it to map that out in any yeah. in any capacity, really. Well, uh, don't they always like teleport shit? Like they'll be in they like them the they're they have them as the people being teleported, and then they have their clothes, and they always have like phasers and and like their yeah. whatever their little GPS things, whatever the fuck they are. Yeah, it's weird. You can if a dude is being teleported, you can jump on his back, and then you are also teleported for some reason. <laughs> yeah. That's that cool. just it's happened true. in an episode of Star Trek Discovery, which takes place ten years before. The J.J. Abrams movie. Which one is the Discovery one? Is that the one with um, the Quantum Leap guy? Scott Bakula? No. Oh, no. It's brand no, new. No, no, no. You're thinking, okay, that's Star <laughs> Let Trek me tell you Enterprise. All about Star Trek. Uh, Enterprise. Oh. Oh. Which is like one of the worst things I've ever, ever seen. <laughs> ah, Scott But Bakula? Star Trek Discovery is. So, I was so looking forward to it because I loved Quantum Leap so much. I, I As a kid, I would think about the last episode of Quantum Leap. All the time. <laughs> so for, for people yeah. who don't know about Quantum Leap, uh, so I, I'll, I'll let you do the synopsis, actually. No. Oh, okay. Well, it's just, you I know. I as a kid, so I hardly remember. I just remember he warps into people's bodies and that he has to solve that, their problems. That is, that's it. That's why Quantum Leap's so good. It, you can explain it in a sentence. It's a yeah, scientist right? and he leaps into some dude's body and he's not allowed to leap out. Until he fixes whatever problem they have. So, and then he has sex with their wife while he's at it. Yeah, uh, so, so he basically just, mm -hmm. he's just this integral. <laughs> he's too ashamed to go to the, the porno, the Pete Booth. Yeah. So he goes into someone else's body and then he goes and does it. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So, well, they don't let him in there with his friend Al. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there's, the, oh, there's like an old guy. He's like his angel or something like that that helps him through. I don't, he's an angel? I saw this when I was seven years old, man. Like My mom would oh, watch man. this on Space Channel, so I hardly remember it. Is this it. anything like Teen Angel? <laughs> <laughs> no. 
No. Do you remember that it's show? It's not. Uh. It's 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 nothing like Teen Angel, a show about a, a teenager who dies. And <laughs> it's a, but it's also a comedy. Do you remember why he died? Because the, the, the story behind that, he remember he pulls a... <laughs> He's about to say it. Okay, no, you go, Asterios. <laughs> no. I no, no, exactly. no. Oh, I remember them having to come up with a funny reason he dies uh, to tell everyone why he dies. He, he's, he pulls out from under his bed a six-month-old cheeseburger and, he, yes. and then he I just dies. The he just right. dies. That's I didn't right, remember yes. the show. I just remembered that plot yes. line. He becomes his that best exactly friend, guardian angel. And then yes. God, God isn't in it, but God's cousin i think rod is in it and it's this black rod? guy yeah and then he's just this big face in the sky and then he guides teen angel was this and a family channel show it was a tgif show what the hell is that i oh. know what the acronym means i just mean <laughs> it was on it was on abc, ABC had like the, gotcha there abc you. had these lineups every every friday they just show like family friendly shows yeah and it was part of that lineup for like a year so anyway Teen Angel, everybody. <laughs> I get a st- man, this is the weirdest jerking off sounds from Mysterious ever. It's like yeah. clicking. What, what is it? It takes a lot to get me home. <laughs> just like it took, just like every leap Sam was hoping would be the leap home. <laughs> so he, so he, ended up, home. <laughs> he ended up being an enterprise, and uh, I guess that didn't pan out. I always just thought it was a good show because it's the Quantum Leap guy, of course. Has yeah. to That's be good. what everybody, we were all so excited. <laughs> we were all so excited for it, it was everything we wanted in a show. It had a because Voyager was like a fucking weird disaster. So literally, they all had a meeting at Paramount, and they were like, "Our next show better have a fucking ship called Enterprise in it." <laughs> because because these idiots thought like, oh. That's why people like these Star Trek shows because of the name of the ship. Uh, you know, the original <laughs> Star Trek series, yeah, duh. The original Star Trek series had Enterprise, Star Trek: The Next Generation, and the Enterprise D. And so, with Star Trek Enterprise, it was like the first starship was the idea. They, they were kind of like the the. It was like Lewis and Clark meet the Wright brothers, but in space, but with quantum leap, and also there's a sexy there's a sexy Vulcan there played by Jolene Blakelock and. <laughs> All this shit. Wow, and what it's a recipe. Just, it's real. It's really bad. Unlike <laughs> Star Trek Discovery, which has the worst pilot I've ever seen for a super good show. Pretty good. If your listeners are going to watch Star Trek Discovery, just skip to episode three. Trust me on this. It is so much. It is battle. It is like 2000s Battlestar Galactica level good. Except oh, for the pilot. Oh, you are scratching me where I am. Yeah, you're barking up the right tree with Brayden here. I love here. that show. <laughs> and Bark. the guy that plays Al is also one of the Cylons of Battlestar Galactica. Which Cylon is he? He's the old man Cylon oh, who Cavill. shoots himself in the head in the, in the final battle. This is our Cavill, nerdiest episode yet. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's yeah, Cylon number yeah. one. Yeah, no, Cavill's the best. Cavill and rules. apparently, that was that actor's... That actor pitched that. He was like, oh, wow. what if I just shoot myself in the mouth? What if I just put a gun in my mouth <laughs> yeah, it, for it, the it finale? Was, it was a weird way to go. For the, the, and that was in the finale, and he just goes, oh, well, and he just kills himself because it was all going to hell. <laughs> I have no idea what's anyway. going on. Andy, you watched Battlestar Galactica, right? Uh, nope. 
<laughs> oh. No, I think I, I, think I oh, watched the was... first episode of it because my brother was way hooked, and then I just got bored. <laughs> There's this sexy it's lady in a red dress, and then... Number six. Uh, and then yeah. I just wanted to go to, like, a peep show or something, so <laughs> stopped watching. Anyways, okay, well... That, that lady, by the way, the sexy lady in the red dress hosted... The Canadian version <laughs> of Project Runway. Dude, you are awesome. I, I think that you're sleeping through the show because you were doing trivia. I that sounds I now believe that excuse. Yeah. Just it, right now. Yeah. I, <laughs> I love trivia. I love it so much. Awesome. But I, can, I can't that it's so difficult. It's so difficult to win an HQ. You guys got to play it. It's so much fun. HQ, I'll send you guys yeah. invite codes. <laughs> yes. So this episode brought to you by HQ. By HQ. <laughs> sleep through anything. Um, so Asterios, you've got a, a pretty good reputation for uh, being, I think uh, on the Dick Show, we, everyone calls you a liberal cuck. Is that kind of the... Is that kind of the thing? Is that a, is that a term that you don't find offensive when somebody says that to you? Well, <laughs> you've already said it, so <laughs> a, just keep setting up wherever you're going. Just keep setting. So uh, I had a I had a few uh, kind of controversial topics that I wanted to know what your thought. I wanted to know your thoughts on them. There's some things I've been wondering about this world. Um, Let's talk. So <laughs> breastfeeding moms. I know they're going in a totally different direction here. Um, is 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 kind of this controversy, right? People are always saying, "Oh, well, don't we don't want we don't mom, want moms breastfeeding in public? I don't want to see that's those boobs." That's the or- kind of controversy you have in Canada. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, what man. you guys are arguing about. No joke. You know, our president is like actively trying to start World War Three, and you guys are worried about some mom pulling out her boobs well, and if, putting them in a baby's mouth. You have to remember what a blessed life. <laughs> if if World War Three starts and I have to go to war and kill somebody, I'm not going to see their tits. So that, true. this is this is a very different, uh, very different problem. So I mean, that's actually, that's a little bit of an uh, an older problem. So now now the new the newer controversy though is about trans women best breastfeeding, um, and <laughs> just uh, whether they can do it or not. <laughs> no, 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 like you know, what? it's it's this, it's the same <laughs> argument. So I guess what I was wondering is like, so if you had a trans man who kept his boobs, right? So a woman who's transitioned into a man. And I'm just trying to. Th- so we live in a pretty conservative town here. Uh, like it's it's a it's a pretty pretty small town, pretty pretty conservative. People would say there's like a Bible Belt thing. It's like I, I'm just trying to figure out how to make this turn this into something that's going to work for everybody, right? Like, do you put do you put a bag over somebody's head so these conservatives accept it or something like that? Or I, I can see that I've lost a bag it over the breastfeeding trans person's head. Right. So it looks like a woman from the oh. from the down from the top down or and I, I think I'm missing something you are, I think what so I think what you're missing like so what, somebody brought this up to me the other day and I was like what I don't know what this up to you this such a weird thing I think what I think what you're missing here the controversy is not like oh a woman breastfeeding in public like oh we don't want to see that we might see part of her naked body it's that nobody wants to see your fucking baby in public that's what it really is like, keep that shit at home we don't yeah. if you want to whip your tits out that's fine but I don't want to see your baby in there so <laughs> when so when, and when this problem you know upgrade to the next level, the, you know, that's probably a 2010 problem, and now this is the 2016 or 2017 topic um, as, they, as they naturally go. Uh, so do we just keep that line of reasoning? Like, what's the, what, what's the argument here? How do you, like, what's, yeah, you, you, you know, I just don't want to see your baby anyways. I don't care if you're trans or not. Or, yeah, just keep yeah. your baby at home. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, do, what do we say, Asterios? He doesn't. He's like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I know it, it. This shit, 
comes out of nowhere. It's like you never see this shit in real life, and it's never a problem in real life. <laughs> I 100% Some agree. weirdo yeah. blogger realizes yeah. like, oh, yeah. I got a great headline. Trans woman wants to breastfeed. Like, should this be allowed? <laughs> and it's, and it's the, a great headline. They always, yeah, <laughs> e- e- ex- exactly. And then people click on it, and it goes around Reddit and 4chan, and it's tweeted and retweeted and all this shit. And it's like... I feel like most of the people that read this stuff have never met a trans person <laughs> in their fucking life. And if they did, and this trans person wanted to feed their starving baby, <laughs> they wouldn't care. But because you see it in the headline, it's like, oh, well, let's debate both sides. Oh, let's, yeah. what's the, the, like, what in it, this interesting food for thought? It's like, well, it's not food for thought, it's food for some baby. Like, leave this lady alone. <laughs> Yeah, it's like that whole that whole trans bathroom controversy. Like I remember that came up and I remember thinking, has anyone ever actually stopped to talk or care about where a trans person goes to take a shit? I never thought that was a thing until it, like a daily conversation. It exploded on, yeah, exploded on the internet. I never thought that was even a, a, a thing people Yeah, yeah you know, Asterius, you really committed a microaggression there just assuming that a trans person's gonna keep their baby starving until they feed it. It's like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that baby starving as long as I can until I'm gonna feed it. There's no, there's no hour or two hours between feedings. We're going, to, we're going 24 hours between feedings here. You know, somebody should really. Well, what if take that baby's your- being a shithead? It's like <laughs> as babies do. <laughs> it's like if you scream at a baby, they're not going to understand. You got it. The only way to, the only way to punish a baby is to deprive it of precious, precious milk. <laughs> but the, the, I, I mean, what you're saying about the trans bathroom thing is what I've always thought. Whenever anyone's like, oh, should a trans woman be allowed? to use the woman's bathroom it's like well they have they've been doing it this whole time it's like dude dude who's complaining about this you've taken a dump next to a trans man taking a dump at some point in your life you just have and it's only a problem now because weirdo conservative politicians are trying to turn it into a wedge issue like the whole reason all that bullshit started was people it was like all right Gay marriage, anti-gay marriage bullshit was a really good way to get people out to the polls for a long time. It was like, oh, if you don't go vote, gays are going to marry. And then, by the way, while you're in there voting against gay marriage, could you please vote for us? So it was like a thing. Because it's like you're not going to get someone excited to come out to the polls, but you are going to get someone excited to stop Chuck and Larry from getting married. Like, that really gets people's <laughs> boners hard for some reason. I mean, like, oh, defending marriage. Ugh. To be fair, I don't really want to see Kevin James get married to anybody. So, yeah, I'll keep that one out. But I get the rest <laughs> well, of what you're, you're saying. Well, then you're going to love Kevin Can Wait where his wife dies. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that movie sounds great. Well, his wife yeah, dies. Yeah, Kevin Can Wait, the news, it's a, it's a CBS show. They did a whole season of it where it's him and this lady. And then they do one episode where Leah Remini guest stars as his, like, old cop buddy. And the audience loved repairing the the uh, She's King P- of Queens yeah. cast so much that in season two, they kill his wife. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's like, up? no. Oh, like not the it's, old. It takes okay. place like a year later. And it's just like, ah, uh, mom's funeral was a year ago. 
<laughs> and the robot is president now. That's <laughs> also, we all eat with our hands and put shoes on our feet. <laughs> That's it's, really weird. It's so, it's so stupid. Yeah, I, I had a friend of mine was saying to me, like, uh, he said, you know, you've probably, like, jerked off to a trans person and, and didn't know it, right? And it's I possible. Said, and I was faithfully able to say, well, being a part of the dick show uh, – uh, Facebook group. Yeah. I have been able to see all the traps, and I've I've developed a sense. So I can, <laughs> I can faithfully say that's not true. Thank you very much. The idea behind a trap <laughs> is also the dumbest. It's like trans people. They have better things to do than try to trick straight people and jerk it off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, I think they're just a bunch of pranksters, those I, trans people. I mean, as a... <laughs> <laughs> as a so I, I remember... T- I'll, I'll posit this to you, though. I remember when I was, uh, when I was a virgin uh, having a girl tell me that she's like, oh, I would always wanted to take a guy's virginity. Uh, and I remember that was a. I remember that was like this mischievous kind of thing to say. I was like, oh, that's kind of a weird thing to say. Like, so okay. I don't All know. Right. You can't put anything past anybody. <laughs> Wait, how are those two things related? At what? <laughs> I don't. I don't get the connection. Yeah, they're not really. Um, so, yeah, that that that's a Mueller thing. Um, yeah, <laughs> should have been prepared for that. The eighty day. Yeah. So. Uh, and the other question I want to, <laughs> the other question I put in quotes that I want to pose is, uh, so anti-vaxxers is is this is this old issue that's I know you know people have a problem right liberals always have a problem with anti-vaxxers and that's this whole thing because uh, but I was thinking that most anti-vaxxers are always rich white people right. So it's like if, it's because they're just bored. Yeah, they're these rich, bored white people, and yeah. wherever they're at. If, and so I was thinking, I was like, don't these problems kind of solve solve themselves? Because you have you have all these people like who are really against these rich white people, but those people are anti-vaxxers, so they're probably going to die anyways. Like that, maybe we should leave those anti-vaxxers alone. <laughs> yeah, because if there's one thing, diseases. Is- <laughs> Don't do it. Spread from person to person. Uh, the, the mumps really takes your political alignment in mind. Where it's like, ah, I'll infect this. I'll infect this girl whose name is like Crystal Sunshine because her mom sucks. But the poor kid this girl goes to school with, he's cool. <laughs> Pretty good. Oh, I, I guess I. I guess I know my answer there. So. The, one of the big things about Star Trek is... <laughs> back to Star back Trek. Back to Star Trek, yeah. Back to real movies yes. with real men. Uh, is this idea of science fiction versus science fantasy, right? And, and, the, and kind of the idea is, you know, Star Wars is science fantasy. Star Trek is science fiction. It's, you're meant to portray some sort of actual scientific yeah. idea, but, you, you know, you package it into a show that people can understand, generally using terminology or visuals so that they can... You know, there's a little bit of education, right? Like, that's kind of the the original series and i don't think that star trek is science fiction at all this uh, into darkness at least like, no, I think this, it's just a fantasy it, show yeah um the I'll, I'll give you my seed idea which is that, so at the very end oh you got a fire going on over there um so <laughs> uh, flying so um yeah we fl- so <laughs> at the end so at the very end so khan uh you know remember they do that swap right so khan gets his missiles and he blows up but then he shoots he shoots the enterprise anyways so then they're going down so they're they're hovering above the earth i can't even use the word hovering because that's not science it's like they're just they're yeah. orbiting um and so they so they get shot, and then there's this like forty minute scene of of their ship going 
going down to the earth, right? They lose power. That's the one where, where Captain oh, What's-His-Face yeah. gets the radiation poisoning. And I'm thinking, like, don't you have to try to get into the earth's atmosphere? Like, like, like you, you can't just, can't just get fall in. into it. Like, there's, it's, you have to freaking launch yourself at the atmosphere to, to break into it. I guess this, this is in the future, and global warming is just, there's, there's no there, There's no ozone anymore, I guess. That's the, the future. That's the science fiction of it. So, yeah, so I, I, don't, I don't think that it's a science fiction movie well, at all. I think that's how far ones, it's departed. These, these new iterations of Star Trek movies, uh, they're definitely catering toward an audience that does not give... A fuck about Star Trek uh, at all. Um, I, I don't know, Asterius, you, you seem to be more of the Star Trek fan. Would you say that's fair? Like, like these new movies, like they don't really seem like they're for the Star Trek fans. This is trying to sell Star Trek to people who don't really like Star Trek. Oh, I mean, I definitely think that's true. Uh, there is no, there's barely any science in the in any of these movies, mm-hmm. but it's you know. So it's supposed to eat so, it, like interestingly. So with the with these with the J.J. Abrams Star Trek movies, they tried to make them as wide an appeal as possible. You're absolutely right. They cast young hot people, yeah, and they're going around <laughs> shooting lasers and fighting and fucking, and they're having a good time. <laughs> and then when that didn't work, they went the complete opposite yeah. way. They put Star Trek Discovery behind a ten dollar paywall. It's like all right. This is only for Star Trek people. And more importantly, only for Star Trek people that have money. So <laughs> The only Star Trek and, people and, we care about. Yeah. Exactly. And Star Trek Discovery, gigantic success. Yeah. It, uh, it, it, it almost immediately got a season two pickup. It's showing, it's helping CBS and Viacom expand into the uh, streaming space. Like, you know, oh, yeah. when you go, when you give people what they want, they like it. Who would have thought? But Asterios, don't don't you want to see Spock getting super pissed and punching a man in the face? Isn't that what you've always wanted out of Spock? No. <laughs> it's so Oh, and then don't forget, while he's punching Benedict Cumberbatch in the face fifty times and his <laughs> girlfriend is screaming like, Spock, stop, you're gonna kill him, and it's like you mean this guy that just killed Captain Kirk? Like, oh no, what'll happen? Oh, what if we kill the guy that just <laughs> killed can't Captain do Kirk? That. No. Don't yeah. forget, 9 11 is also happening in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All this shit crashing. Because everywhere. the way this movie ends is a spaceship crashes into a bunch of buildings in a <laughs> city to the point where literally in the theaters, I believe this is true. I, I if if not, I mean it's been a long time since I've seen this movie. I think that the movie ends with like a title card being like Paramount remembers the victims of 9/11. <laughs> that you know what? Well, that, I'm going I'm to Google this right now to make sure. That's just a good way to get people on your side. They should have that after every movie. Yeah. <laughs> this is our, you know, uh, rom-com. Play the movie yeah. end credits. We remember 9/11. <laughs> I can, yeah. I can. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, well, these movies, like when we we're, you're saying they're uh, comparing the science fiction, science fantasy. Um, yeah, these are basically just action movies in space. They're yeah, that that's 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 a science fantasy. Yeah. It's like it's it's just like anything else, but it's in space. It's a right? generic sci-fi action. Not sci-fi. Sci-fi action <laughs> plot that science they have. Fiction. Yeah, you know, sci-fi. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's a generic uh, mm. fantasy sci-fi thing <laughs> in space that they just copied and pasted Star Trek names over basically. top of. Like, basically. 
my understanding. Put the but it works in the first one. The reason I think Star Trek in the Darkness is so terrible is that it is a big step down. The original Star Trek, 2009 J.J. Abrams Star Trek, is real good. Yeah, I like it. It's really fun. I remember liking it, yeah. You you care about Captain Kirk, and you want him to succeed, even though he's a fuck-up. Exactly. And, like, you're watching this guy fuck up, and you're like, well, you know what? I'm a fuck-up, too. Like, we're all (laughs) fuck-ups. So it's... So, you know, it's it, it, Marty McFly is a fuck-up. Neo from The Matrix is a fuck-up. Did you watch There's that a, Red Letter Media review as well? I did, yeah. yeah. We talked about that. That's great. Yeah. Billy and Peltzer. The, and the, the, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the kid from fucking Gremlins is a fuck-up. Yeah. Because nobody thinks, nobody thinks they're doing it right. Unless you're like an idiot like Donald Trump, where you're like, I'm smart and great. Like, uh, like so, so uh, you know. We had a bet here, some by kid. the way, that yeah. we could get you to bring up Gremlins before we did. So I'm pretty nice happy. Nice try, happy boys. About that. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Nice try, boys. <laughs> Gremlins 2, by the way. That this has the opposite problem from Gremlins 2, where the sequel is the good one. <laughs> where, yeah! Where it takes a big step up. Remember when the Gremlins literally murder film critic Leonard Malton? (laughs) (laughs) The Gremlins 2? So great. Is that your favorite Gremlins 2 moment? No, my favorite Gremlins 2 moment is the moment where the Gremlins literally break the film strip and Hulk Hogan has to threaten you. Holy fuck. So, Asterius, I got to pause you for a moment. Uh, We do a segment on the show every episode called Gremlin of the Week where we talk about a specific gremlin that's our favorite this week. And this week, I was going to bring in the film projector gremlins that stop the movie and make it look like it like burned up or whatever and then play pornography. That's amazing that you brought that up. That is literally what I was bringing in What's episode. your name for this? So time for the Gremlin of the Week. We already it's, sang the theme the, song. The Specifically, film. the second Gremlins theme song, not the first Gremlins <laughs> theme song. That's the one we just sang. It's the film projector Gremlins. They stop the movie, and it looks like it fuzzes out. And I think, I remember hearing that like people in the theater were like, oh, what the fuck? Because it really looked like the film was like breaking up and burnt out. And then you see like shadow puppets that are clearly like the gremlins fucking around. <laughs> they play on some old timey pornography, <laughs> and then all the bushes. And then, oh, yeah. and then it cuts to like the people working at the movie theater, and they go like, "Don't worry, we'll take care of this." And they go find Hulk Hogan, who then just starts yelling at the gremlins. He's like, "Hey, you gremlins, you better stop that! You're gonna have to deal with the Hulkster." And it's like, this happens in the. Fucking Are you going movie? to a hospital right now? Mysterious? Are you getting arrested right now? Or <laughs> You know, I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go take a nap in the back of this ambulance. You know what's, well, what's so great about that ambulance is it sounds yeah. like it's from the 20s. By the way, what what type of fucking ambulances do you have in New York over there, man? I know it's like a hand crank. It's got like a fucking hand crank. <laughs> Someone in the back with a crank. <laughs> but the interesting thing about this about that scene is they shot an alternate version of it for overseas markets that didn't know who Hulk Hogan was. Oh, my God, I didn't know this. So who'd they put in there, or did they just not put anyone? They put John Wayne in there. (laughs) What? What? No way. Now, it's not the real John Wayne who had sadly passed on by this time. But 
But what they do is they take an old clip of John Wayne going like, well, and then they just dub in some terrible voiceover and they're like, well, hold on there, little gremlin pilgrims. Y'all better put back on gremlins or there'll be some trouble here, hombres. And, <laughs> and then crap. the gremlins put the, that's, it, and then the gremlins put the movie back on. It's, it's amazing. It, it speaks to the madness that is Gremlins 2. And when it goes off the deep end where you literally have Gremlins stopping the movie you're watching to play old-timey porn. <laughs> it's incredible. I know. It's fantastic. It's, so it's like the Gremlins knew what we wanted the whole time. Yeah. yeah. They, so, they knew. I hope you're ready to sing with us here. That's the Gremlin of the Week. Gremlin's question for you. So you said Gremlins has the opposite problem where the sequels, you said the good one. Are you saying you don't like the first Gremlins? Oh, my God. Because we might have to fight. Yeah, we might. It's have, we have to. You have to wait till after he admits not, it. <laughs> then you it's fight. It's just not as special. Oh, Ooh, I don't know. It's, it's not. I, it's I, like, I agree with the stereotype. There are things. <laughs> there are things that happen in Gremlins too that you will never forget. Tony <laughs> Randall Gremlin. That the, the lady Gremlin. gremlin. The, right, yeah. and and by the way, I've seen the trading card for that prostitute Gremlin. <laughs> Is that like a and, uh, cabbage? Yeah, Gretchen. What's the thing? Her name's Gretchen. Garbage Pail Kids Gretchen. thing? Is that kind of yeah. similar to that? No, um, my friend Joan found the like some Portuguese Gremlins trading cards. Oh my god! <laughs> oh and no the name for the the name for the lady Gremlin is is upside down question mark. Lady Gremlina? Question mark. It's oh like my God. even the trading cart doesn't know the sex of this gremlin. I love it. Man, That's we're gonna fantastic. have to get you to call in so, for every gremlin of the week because this is my most hated part of the whole show up till this point. Yeah, I'm this is just a fucking idiot. Yeah, Andy just loves this, but um, man, I, I I think I might start to like it if we had get some of this going on. Well, um, so, so there is only two things in Into Darkness that I actually liked. There's so at at the end before Khan dies, he uh. He's he's talking to that admiral guy who who sh- he shows up to the oh man I he just hit his own Muller's so heated right now he just smacked himself in the face um, so so because when they're at the oh, my my recorder is dying so I'm turning off the the, uh, the I'm I'm muting so I can find the AC adapter for my okay computer. awesome awesome so uh, so. When they're at the Klingon planet, you know, they capture Khan. Planet. And then... Planet. (laughs) So they have... uh, What's his face? The Admiral from Earth who comes to betray them uh, shows up, right? Admiral Robocop. Yeah. So so he's the one who who Khan takes over his ship. And and before Khan's ship gets blown up by his own people, apparently. Um, His people in sleeping in missile pods. The greatest, really great plot. Bad place to take a nap. (laughs) (laughs) So... uh, yeah, so he ends up killing this admiral, but the way he does it, he just grabs his head with like his full hands on either side of his head and just starts pushing and yeah. crushing his head for a good minute until the guy's head just crumples under the pressure and his face is turning yeah. all red yeah. and stuff. And I was like, this is awesome. And he does this- it right in front of his daughter. Yeah, he does it right in front of the admiral's daughter. And, it, and it's so great because a minute before... Uh, Captain Kirk. K- yeah. How uh, do you not remember Kirk? He's like the most <laughs> iconic Star Trek character next to maybe Picard. Yeah, Cap- I remember, no, Kirk I- I remember Captain Kirk. Ah, yeah, they're both pretty even. But yeah, yeah. Kirk, how do you forget this? <laughs> Captain, uh, what? 
Chapman. Chap. Yeah. yeah. So, so a minute before though, Captain Kirk has got the admiral. You know, he's got a gun to him, saying, "You know, you shouldn't have betrayed uh, us and whatnot." And I'm, I'm gonna, sh- I would shoot you if, if not that your daughter was here, and I wouldn't want her to see something so terrible as me. No, he's not even gonna shoot him to kill him, just to stun him. I'm not even gonna stun you because I don't want your daughter to see this violence. It's fast forward sixty seconds. Khan is crushing this guy's head in his vice and just, and it makes that bone crushing sound as the camera cuts away um and there was like there was this kind of exciting sequence where kirk and khan are flying through space and they're in just in a space suit right so they're just flying towards a ship it's one of those things where you gotta you want to hit the ship that's a hundred miles away and and get into the docking bay right so if you miss you're just going to be floating in space you know it's funny it's like you're describing all these things and i think this is around the three-quarter mark and i think this is at the point where my brain just shut down like i was still just trying to figure out the double quadruple cross and and, and, and people being smuggled through missiles that i was like just like sitting there trying to figure out that rather than actually uh, concentrating on the movie. Because all this exciting stuff, like people being shot by missiles or shot through missiles and trying to, to land in another spaceship and throwing themselves out there. I don't remember any of that. I just remember being confused. Like it just put yeah. me in, the, in a bad state of mind to watch action stuff when it's, I'm just so confused. Yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was bizarre. So, and, and actually, if you read an interview with J.J. Abrams, you can hear him thinking like thinking out loud yeah you know there were kind of some problems with the script and stuff i think what i did was i just tried to make the action sequences really exciting to compensate for him he basically just says that out loud even he knew even he knows oh yeah you know i probably should have made some decisions about the plot before we started filming and instead of trying to piece it together as we uh as we went anyway so they're flying through space trying to get this thing and it's kind of an interesting scene because khan's the bad guy but he ends up kind of helping captain uh Kurt, Kurt, uh, <laughs> out and Did you just say and, Captain Kurt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, so he ends up he ends up helping him uh, get helping him get in. Like he's got his little he's like kind of nudging into him so that yeah. they both hit the target. And I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting because the you know the villain's helping a good guy. <laughs> that's <laughs> the most exciting part of the movie. Yeah, Scotty basically. lets them on because he conveniently another Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> he no, you could say because because he snuck his way onto that ship. And he did that because he went. Oh, to Scotty did that. Yeah, I remember Scotty sneaks onto that ship. It was, he, he conveniently <laughs> quits the the Enterprise before everything starts. So when they leave and they have all this trouble, they have a guy back home who's willing to break all the rules and get all these things done behind yeah, the scenes and the meet Admiral's up with them ship. later. Yeah, actually, so it was way way too convenient. That was on my list for Deus Ex Machina, yeah. but I was like, oh well, they did establish it earlier in the movie, so I guess it's not. It's still a little convenient, but, though. No, but the early establishing is, is because it's when like he quit because because. Yeah. The reason that Scotty quit was like nothing. He was over the missiles. You've got missiles on your ship. Uh, Yeah, we're not going to shoot them at anyone. We're just like, we just have them. Or, or were they going to shoot some? I don't, no, know. And it I was don't, the, I don't the, remember any of this crap. There's just too much going on. It was on. a really lame reason. It's not interesting. It's Star Trek, and I know it's kind of about, it's supposed to be more in-depth, but this is the wrong kind of in-depth. There's just too yeah. much fucking they shit going on. They focus on the wrong that's things. That's horribly not engaging or dumb, like people yeah. frozen in missiles for transportation. Yeah. Yeah, so, so dumb. There, the other science fantasy thing was um, they get... Chased into lights, so they they're they, trying to get away from the yeah. Big they're ship, trying right? to get from away from the admiral's ship or whatever. Who is this villain who shows up for ten minutes and then he's then he disappears because they just kill him. Uh, so that was a weird plot point entirely. Um, 
but so they so they're like, oh, well, we got to escape this guy. Let's you know hop into slipstream hyperspace and where yeah. we're traveling traveling a hundred million miles a second or however fast that you travel in you know going the speed of light or whatever it is. Um, so they get into it and then they're like. And then somebody goes, oh, well, there's this new technology the Admiral has where he can chase you into hyperspace, too. So now it's, it's like they go into hyperspace, but then he leaves a few seconds later to chase them into hyperspace. But then it's like, but if somebody was in hyperspace for a few seconds, they'd be like 100 million miles ahead yeah. of you. You wouldn't be anywhere close to each other, even if, even, you know, it's like... It's like going back in time, right? Like it, it doesn't matter. It, you know, if, you go, if you go back in time even a, a half a second later than the, the villainous guy across the street. It's too late. It's like, well, he's already gone back in time in that half second and done yeah. everything and screwed up your life and killed you. So yeah. that doesn't matter. So it's that same kind of thing. Because it, when you, yeah, you go to the speed of light, it's relative to everything else. So the second they start going into light speed, it's the like best you, they can do is go right into light speed. And yeah, then, they're running in parallel, yeah. but they're way behind you. Yeah. So, 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 yeah, so this, but this guy catches up to him and he's shooting them in hyperspace, which is super bizarre. And it's like, I don't think yeah. that that has anything to do with science. And once again, there's a... I'm assuming it's an advanced civilization. I'm assuming hyperspace travel is possible. You know, like, mm -hmm. oh, well, it's not like we can actually do that. It's just a movie. It's like, well, no, it is supposed to be science fiction. It's Star Trek. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the problem with it's like this is all kind of stuff that if it was a regular <laughs> uh, science fantasy, sort of space fantasy kind of movie, no one. This is like a Valerian thing. No going one on would, here. No yeah, one would really. question. But now you've attached Star Trek to it, which is more about the. Yeah, it's always the so inner work. Like there's science fiction. There's that and what one could happen in the future and there's blah, this blah, blah. there's this Star Trek episode where they're playing chess with this perfect robot chess guy or whatever, and uh, and it, it starts to illustrate all these principles about what do you, what do you do if you're in an unwinnable situation? I can't actually remember what the episode's mm -hmm. called or whatever, but it's like so they're playing chess against this guy, and if they lose, then like their Earth will get obliterated or something. I don't know. I don't remember yeah. what the thing is, but it's basically and it's this lesson that's meant to teach you that sometimes you're yeah. in a no-win situation, so you have to come up with the best thing doing. And I think he ends up tricking the bot into doing a stalemate or something like that, and I I don't remember right. entirely, but basically it's like they taught you something about like yeah. science or some philosophical concept. Star Trek that's, was always philosophical. That's what Star Trek yeah. is about. And it's like, no, not only are we going to go into light speed like, and just get, someone's yeah. just going to run like they're Usain Bolt and catch up to us in the, yeah. in the light speed. Uh, then they start having this battle and then like their ship falls out of light speed travel and then the other ship kind of like, like, it's like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, they're like they're zo crazy. zooming in and out of light speed, but it's like the same. It nothing makes any sense no. at all, and, and it's totally bizarre. Andy, you had a good point earlier. You said they focus, like they spent too much time on these stupid details. Where it's like, yes. yeah, Star Trek fans want time spent on science fiction details, and it's like they spent all this time about these on this convoluted plot points and story. And like, yeah, as far as like when I think about Star Trek as a real outsider looking in, I think about taking inter galactic politics almost like what's sure. gonna, yeah the, the Klingons I think are a good example of it they're they're yeah. very aggressive and war-torn but they're kind of part of this uh, galactic federation this United Nations or whatever of, mm -hmm. of all these different uh, species from across the galaxy and mm -hmm. they kind of have to learn to work with one another and that's what I think about it's almost the political aspects of yeah. it uh, and then other yeah like science fiction sort of time travel sort of stuff N not like 
Spock punching a man over and over again in the yeah. face. Yeah, and then jumping from high-speed vehicle to high-speed vehicle. So again, maybe like, the hyper-convoluted plot was their attempt to bring it back to that, but it's just the wrong way to do it when they, you have yeah. people hiding in missiles. I keep bringing it up because of how insanely <laughs> so fucking stupid Yeah, it is. They, they definitely spent too much time in detail on things that did not, did not matter. And, I mean... Anyway, why are the missiles we'll so dead. dumb again? Like, it sounds hurts. dumb to me, but I can't pinpoint he, why it cause, is. Because Khan put because he's supposed as, to be smart. As far as I remember, yeah, he's supposed to be a smart guy, but he put his his race of people who he cares about. That's his whole goal is to save. That's his all people, he cares about. But he's decided to to transport them through missiles, so, which is but, a real real gamble. So if, like, uh, so dangerous if, place to be around, just being around a missile, being inside a missile, I imagine is pretty dangerous. But then it's like, well, I'm just going to transport them using an explosive yeah, missile. It, it kind of sounds like something that, that, that a, a character who's meant to be comedic would do. Yeah. Then it's like, oh, yeah. look at this idiot doing this, I mean, doing I, this I, dumb I, thing. I kind of see where if he had to move 75 frozen bodies where you couldn't normally sneak it past like you know the screening process putting them in missiles is something that isn't probably checked you know what wait, like so we, we, I we, get we ship, that we but ship frozen goods here on our planet we have a trailer that's yeah. like refrigerated they must have a space version of that well, get them sure. into there somehow and, uh, like, yeah. don't the, put them in missiles it's like putting <laughs> them like like if you if you had a race of tiny little people it's like oh I'm going to transport them using bullets I'll put them in the bullets it's like that's a dangerous place to be don't, <laughs> by, by, don't put them there by the way that was another deus ex machina in this where they're like oh we don't know how to get these people out of these pods without killing them and then they're like what do you mean it's too advanced and, they're, and they say no it's it's not advanced enough no one uses cryo sleep anymore now that we have light speed travel and I was thinking like isn't the main reason that we want cryo sleep so that people can preserve their dead bodies isn't that what Dwight's joking about in the office I want my head to be frozen and then somebody isn't that the main like in as far as 2017 that's what mm -hmm. people want that for mm -hmm. it's like so you guys don't need that in the future or what's the it's this, uh, this nope. other thing where they're not very advanced <laughs> apparently hey Asterius is he still there oh, oh definitely oh, there's man, a there. the uh I think that the bigger problem is that the villains' motivations are unclear, and uh, and and honestly, the, this is going to sound dumb, but that the villain is sympathetic, right? Because this is a dumb space action movie. Your bad guy has to be a real bad guy. Maybe you can have like a tragic backstory or whatever. Like, oh, he wasn't always bad. Like in the first in the first Star Trek movie. Nero was a good guy. He was like a scientist. And then his planet got exploded and he became evil. But that's just, it, we just hear about that like in a line. Yeah, There's yeah. not like a 20-minute thing where it's like, well, this is why this guy who has monster teeth and a monster face is a monster. <laughs> and, but, and, and, and in the third Star Trek, in the third Star Trek movie, which has Idris Elba, um, there's like he, there's like an evil dude, the evil guy who's trying to kill them, and then like at the end you find out, oh, he used to be a Starfleet captain, but he went crazy. Yeah, it's like okay, that's fine. It's everything in this movie, yeah, it's, it's brief. Yeah, he's trying to save his people, so you're like, okay, well, I do like that, but he's trying to kill Captain Kirk, and you're like, well, I don't like that, and it's like, well, he's trying to kill evil Admiral Robocop. It's like, well, I do like that. But he's trying to do it in front of his sexy, hot, blonde daughter. It's like, well, I don't like that. And it's like, he 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 murders 16 Klingons, so how, how am I supposed to sympathize with you? Yeah. He, like, he, he murders 16 dudes who are, like, just hanging out in a rock field. Yeah, you're telling 
you're supposed to sympathize with him because Starfleet stole his people and put him on missiles or... <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, oh, tapping, so... uh, you're tapping into something that I hate about a lot of modern, I guess, blockbuster movies where every movie, when it introduces a villain, it's like half an hour of the movie seemingly spread oh, throughout. Backstory. has to be the backstory of the villain. And, yep. like, and it's weird. Like, I don't want that at all. But I've talked to a few people that seem to want... I was talking to a, a younger uh, co-worker of mine uh, talking about uh, Mad Max Fury Road and like he wanted to it's like he's like yeah I just you know I didn't really know much about a Morton Joe and whatever it's like would have would have would have benefited from an origin story it's like no 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> oh my I don't god want an origin somebody story. said that uh, yeah I don't oh want an, I'm paraphrasing but like I don't want an origin story on a Morton I know Joe. everything I know need like, to know about that guy you see him do some jerk things he has some <laughs> women that he's held captive and done some terrible things to and he's setting up an empire and forcibly impregnating people Great. That's all I need to know. He's a jerk. I got it. A cool looking Well, the backstory is that he used to run a daycare, and then this <laughs> bad thing, all his kids died, and now yeah, he's upset. I don't want to know anymore. I just, yeah. just make, I just, I'll see him doing some jerk things, and I'll piece together some things based on his costume and whatnot. Great. I'm in. The bank yeah, took us home. <laughs> Saw goes to the bank. Oh, we better get those bankers. <laughs> Take them out. Yeah. Um, <sighs> So uh, this whole movie. So I, I mentioned that there's these four, or five, or six main plot points. I think I went through most of them already. So you have a, a good half an hour, and then you have another hour and a half of just the glue between those main plot points, and that glue is super, super boring glue. Like this isn't. You don't want to huff it. It's like <laughs> dull. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, not it, the good stuff. It, with it, the horses it's in it. super boring. Like, I wasn't it's even the non toxic glue. The, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, the magic. Yeah, it's like Elmer, Elmer's good. wood glue. Yeah, you don't want that. <laughs> not going to do anything with that. So, um, <laughs> so Asterius, you have a podcast, right? I do. I have a sci-fi comedy game show podcast <laughs> called Science Friction. Oh, man. Uh, Maybe I should have brought that up when I brought up this point about science fiction. I don't know. <laughs> it would have made it would have been a nice connection. Yeah. Um, and if it. you want to make a if you want to make a nice connection with my podcast, you can listen to it <laughs> at science You can go to sciencefriction.fun. It's a real website. And, uh, it's a real, I and love yeah. that, that's the tagline. It's a real website. Because <laughs> that's the first, first, first thing someone thinks. Is that a real website? It, it's got to be the first fun? website to ever end in dot .fun. So I don't you have so. to say that. I bet you were really happy to get dot .fun in there, but then realized, oh, now i got to explain to everyone that it's a real website. <laughs> so your latest episode... I, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yes. No. <laughs> your latest episode is Drunk Driver. What are you guys talking about? What's uh, the teaser? It's actually called Drunk Driver. It's called Drunk Diver. Diver. And, <laughs> and in that. it, we try to, without telling any jokes at all, make Aquaman a better character in the Justice League movie. My friends and I, we all went to go see the Justice League movie. And then the moment the movie ended, I pulled out a digital recorder and we all recorded our thoughts about it right in the theater. And um, does it have the part where all the they, theater staff is trying mm -hmm. to like sweep you out of the rows? Be like, guys, you can't record your get podcast. The fuck out of here. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> oh no, it's fucking New York City. Like everybody has a podcast. Like no one cares. <laughs> and and the whole time, my guests are both freaking out because we're also like high as fuck. Because uh, we we brought in a little vaporizer pen, and they're all like, "Oh, we're we gonna get in trouble." And it's like, no, you don't understand. It's more. If anyone tried to kick us out, they would have to like fill out a form and like talk to their manager. <laughs> like, it's a lot easier just to let three bearded nerds talk about the Justice League. Yeah, it's <laughs> always they just, did. They love to, 
It's always just teenagers working at the movie theater. They, they don't want to confront some big like Greek guy. Just <laughs> leave them alone. No, they, they don't. It's not like it's like, ah, congratulations, you kicked out those three dudes. Here's a bonus. It's like there's no gain in it for them. Yeah. And and uh, you know, so some of the ways we talk about trying to make Iron, uh, trying to make uh, Aquaman, because in the movie they do their best to make Aquaman cool. They uh, cast yeah. a super handsome dude. He is shirtless the whole time. I can see him he, on your website right now. It's a real website that you were not lying. <laughs> yeah. Like in his opening scene, he beats up Batman, then grabs a bottle. In the, his opening scene, he rescues like a little girl from drowning, brings her to a bar, drops her off, <laughs> brings grabs her a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> Drinks it and walks back into the sea. He like <laughs> they try to make badass. Aquaman. Yeah, they try to make and the, also they cast a super hot guy from Game of Thrones, I believe. Yeah, yeah. They throw the book at Aquaman to make him cool, but you, they he's not cool. It's I didn't see it, but Andy it. did. Does, so it doesn't work. No, because <laughs> it seems like a really dated version of cool, like Jason Momoa and his his long. It's it's like he was cast as like, like in the nineties. He was, it was cast cool. a couple of years ago. He was cast as like a modern cool Hercules in their attempt to make Hercules. No cool. one can beat Kevin get, Sorbo like, as Hercules. Sorry, there. Maybe Jason Momoa. <laughs> maybe Jason Momoa is just. Anytime they want to make someone look cool, they just throw him in. It's like, yeah. what's Jason Momoa doing? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, not to relive your entire podcast because people can what, – what's your best idea to fix them? I, we had a couple of ideas. My first idea was that underwater he's stronger than Superman. That's they just pretty good. say that at Wait. some point. So mm-hmm. he should That's... fight people underwater, Aquaman? Isn't that what he does or what he's supposed yeah. to do? It's yeah. He's the he's like the king of underwater. Is the idea behind so Aquaman? So is, is that what but, happens in this movie? No, there's like no. there's like two and a half, there's like two and a half minutes that happen I'm, underwater. Yeah, oh, exactly. Well. Like 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 doesn't sound no, very good. So I'm saying, well, that would be a way to make Aquaman cooler. Say, you know, underwater, he's even stronger than Superman. Whoa, <laughs> this is a strong, cool guy. If he's cooler than the strongest guy, another way to make Aquaman cool would be. You somehow established that he has the biggest dick out of <laughs> anyone in the Justice biggest League. Biggest dick in the sea. I think that's maybe yeah. what they were going for with Jason Momoa. They look how muscly he is. Imagine how big his dick is. Yeah, it's more of a subtle implication, I, I guess. Yeah, it, 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 just have a scene where him and the Flash are changing, and the Flash is like, "Oh, oh no, oh, I saw a big dick. Oh no, I, I'm the Flash." Like, just. <laughs> I I'm will trying, say, what, I, what you're talking about does definitely sound like a more memorable movie than what I saw. Because, <laughs> like, I saw it a couple of weeks ago, like, when the weekend it first came out here. Uh, and I almost have to remind myself that I even saw it. Like, I, it's just a movie full of nothing. You never see Jason Momoa's dick at all. See, I like a lot of the Justice League movie because it is, unlike the movie we're talking about now, it's <laughs> rock simple. The movie opens with. Batman fighting a space bug. <laughs> and he's punching the space bug, and the space bug's punching him. And then he punches the space bug to death, and the space bug's blood spells out 
a puzzle that they have to solve. It's <laughs> For like no reason at all. It does that. Are you serious? No, For you're not no, making it up. I'm not kidding. Exa- that, the he's space not bugs exaggerated. That sounds ridiculous. The space bugs' <laughs> blood leaves like a mark on the on the wall where it's like there's three boxes, and Batman's like, oh. I better find these three boxes <laughs> fast. It's not just a weird bloodstain. Ba- it's got to mean something. <laughs> oh, my yeah, gosh. Exa- exactly. And the, and the bad guy in Justice League is literally a guy named Steppenwolf with devil horns. <laughs> who, at one point, he goes like, ah, yes. Soon my plan will be complete. Mother of horrors. This will work <laughs> out great. Like, his idea Mother. of... A good thing is saying, like, he's like, mother of horrors, I've done a fine job today <laughs> collecting these space boxes. It's just, it's so, it's so simple. It's got an evil bad guy with an army of space bugs. There's a bunch of good guys. They got to come together to stop the bat. I, I, the, one of my only problems with the Justice League movie was how hard they were trying to make Aquaman cool because they almost pull it off. But then at one point they have Aquaman jump up into the air, stab a space bug with his trident and then ride the space bug's (laughs) body down through the air. Like the space bug is a surfboard and it's like, ah, you almost had it guys. (laughs) You know, I think you made this guy surf on a bug. Oh, you got Aquaman. Look at you. You're surfing on a bug. Uh, I think one thing they could have done to make it better that I would have liked is uh, leave in Henry Cavell's mustache and have Superman just be like, yeah, guys, check out my mustache. <laughs> I would have loved that. Just for random scenes too, I guess, right? Because there wasn't everyone. Now, I, I want them to full did. out be like, instead of CGIing out his mustache, no. I want them to take the previous footage and CGI in Oh, CGI it in. <laughs> that would have been way better. Um, so, because I've seen that mustache. Yeah. It's it looks good. It's, he's he he can work a mustache. That would have been a better. Everyone should have a mustache. A, yeah, a, so few people can pull off a mustache because yeah. it's like instant. It's just like instant trouble, like instant scumbag <laughs> disguise. It's just grow a mustache. Congratulations, but yeah, he. He makes it work somehow, this guy. Yeah, it's like they went in the wrong, the wrong direction. They're like, oh, shit, we, we got to CGI out his mustache. But mm-hmm. it's like, no, you idiots. CGI in <laughs> more mustache. Do do it. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. So, Asterios, I didn't catch the Drunk Diver episode, but I, I did listen to your two recent episodes of Science Fiction, and you guys do cover a lot of Star Wars stuff. And I got a question on... The second newest one, I think. You guys talk about porgs. Yeah, the porgs. No, this never, is what I was looking at. I've I never heard of porgs, up. and you guys kept talking about porgs, and it was hilarious. But I was like, what the hell is a porg? Is, is it he's, like, he's in that trailer, man. Is it that man? little squeaky thing Dude, in the trailer? Yeah, so we talked about that last Jedi trailer before you were on here, Asterios, and there's this one section of it that shows Chewbacca or some Wookiee and his face is all animated and he he looks mental. Like, it looks insane. But then it kind of pans out and it shows this picture of this thing and that's what I'm looking at on your website. I'm like, what the hell? So that's a porg? What the hell is this thing? It's like a space gerbil. Yeah. It's like a space gerbil. <laughs> um, well, thanks for uh, clearing up the, that situation. <laughs> oh. The... We don't know much about porgs. All we know about them now is that they are the indigenous species to the island planet that Luke Skywalker is on. And How do we there know is that? a theory that Chewbacca will use the porgs to 
kind of as like a comfort animal to help him get over the grief oh my God. of the death of his best friend Han <laughs> Wait, okay, Solo. So is all of this taken from like just the trailer? Like where's this info coming from? I think they hired George Lucas again to get back yeah, that's on the what team. It sounds like. Uh, that is info from my friend who works at Nerdist. Oh my God. How that's about- like, she literally, she was on that episode and she literally says at one point, I know everything one can know about porks at this point <laughs> in <laughs> porks. And I was like, I'm so, so okay. glad to have They you are going to be swimming in so much of that sweet porg money. <laughs> like, holy fuck. Oh, yeah, child's toys up the wazoo. I also, uh, I also see that uh, your third latest episode is about the crew reacting to the new Star Wars yes. trailer. So you're definitely going to want to go listen to that first half hour of this after we're done here, Asterios. Yeah, we're ripping on the <laughs> oh, trailer. Oh, definitely. Because <laughs> it's, you know, it's not, it's not great. Because in, in, the, in the new Star Wars trailer, there's the moment where it's like, oh my God, is, is Kylo Ren going to kill Princess Leia? Is, is Kylo Ren going to launch... Pro, pro, proton torpedoes as Prince Leia. And it's like, well, he definitely stabbed his dad with a lightsaber and threw him into a pit. I'm pretty sure he's going to kill him. It's like, is this really a question at this point? Okay. Like, what did Kylo Ren get better between movies? Like, I, I don't... I don't know why you're trying to build tension out of this. Putting aside, of course, as Red Letter Media calls it, how tasteless it is to uh, bring up the death of Carrie Fisher in your stupid trailer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I, oh shit, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, sorry. Dynamite. We, we were just we were just shitting on um, people who are, do react to movie trailers, but I yeah. forgot the possibility of somebody reacting poorly to a movie trailer because all the ones on YouTube are just people with their mouths slack-jawed and so yeah. excited about it. And I just thought, oh, actually, maybe I would want to see somebody doing a negative react like what we did exactly two hours ago today. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'm okay with it. So you've changed my mind on that Asterios, or at least you've solidified it. Well, th- I think there's a difference between a reaction and a discussion. It's like, I don't want to see some idiot just screaming yeah. while yeah. watching Unless something. Unless it's rich it's like, from I don't red care. letter media. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Come on, you Falcon! Ah! <laughs> Forget George R. Binks. We got J.J. Abrams. <laughs> Pretty good. Okay, well, that's some uh, good dick sucking of RLM. We today. love RLM. So, uh, well, have, have we gotten through all our points here? This is a pretty good uh, full full episode. I still don't think that the vision for the plot of Star Trek Into Darkness has been made clear at all. I, I don't think that I understand it after watching it today and talking about it for two hours. I, I think I know what happened. No, I will say, uh, my, like, one of the redeeming factors of the plot for me was it, it has uh, one of my favorite overused, super fucking stupid uh, movie tropes, which is that Khan has magic blood. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Save him. We're going to save Kirk using magic blood. Why is his blood magic and heal people? I don't know. It's magic. He's yeah. super. Yeah, I guess he's he's super strong and super smart. Well, why wouldn't his blood be? Super? I didn't even know they had like I didn't even really feel they established that very well. Like, oh, he's super strong. Well, his whole he's, race, he's is, jumping super high. Yeah. I, what is his race? I don't know. Well, they're all white, so it's kind of like <laughs> it was kind of like oh, there's something they, going on. There's some weird, par- yeah. There's some metaphor oh, but, going on here. Yeah. Uh, but think. yeah, he so Kirk's sacrifice means nothing because you know he dies and it's like oh well, there's magic blood to bring him back. So okay. Yeah. Problem solved. Yeah. Like ten minutes later, too. Yeah, he just wakes up out of his coma, and the the movie ends. What do you got for me, Asterios? 
Oh, I mean, the magic blood is real terrible because it also opens up the idea that it's like, well, now now there's never going to be any conflict ever again in yeah. these movies <laughs> yeah. if they have magic blood. They've got him in that, that coffin, they just, too. They can just keep taking his blood. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I, it's... Yeah, did you the have- magic? I thought the magic blood was so stu- because in the original, in in the Wrath of Khan, Spock sacrifices himself by deliberately exposing himself to warp core radiation to save the ship. Yeah, it's the other so way around. In this movie, they flip it and they have Kirk do it. Well, fucking Spock dies in the Wrath of Khan, and nerds are spending like years being like oh my god my favorite character's dead this sucks in this movie <laughs> fucking Kirk is sick for like six minutes and they're yeah. like it's a good thing we've got magic blood yeah. <laughs> it's like god, guys come on guys. my favorite uh, do my f- don't like no I'm sorry what were you saying no, sorry no, no, go, go, go ahead I, I didn't mean to interrupt you there no 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 I'm no I'm sorry uh, it, it's just like you know a little bit of tension in your action movie is a Good thing, not oh, a bad thing. Man, like there is, you know? they, like this whole movie was conflict for conflict's sake. Like there was no yes. reason that anything was happening. Like think about that scene where the uh, the ship is falling to Earth for thirty minutes, and it's just scenes of the 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 ship is kind of tilting, so gravity's a bit off. So like they have to jump over a pit, but it's actually used to be a hallway that would turn and stuff. And it's like, well, there's not really a villain in the scene. There's not really any interpersonal conflicts either or like people being mad at each other. Like think about every Roland Emmerich disaster movie where it's just like, oh, it's a it's a hurricane, like it's going to it's going to get us, right? And like but it's even more boring cuz there's like really not anything going on. Like I think a much more interesting disaster movie is when uh there's the disaster that's going on, but then they have these conflicts happening, like that Under the Dome uh, book, you know, that Stephen King book, once again, skip the first 300 pages and the last five, and then it's actually a pretty good book. But it's like, you have this big dome that's capturing everybody, and this dome, eventually things start lighting on fire, so the dome's filling up with smoke, but that's not what's interesting about it. What's interesting is that all these people are now have to integrate with each other and they have all these conflicts and there's villains and whatnot. Like if it was just a movie about all these people running around in a small town as it fills up with smoke and being like, oh, there's smoke and <laughs> waving their arms. Like that would not, that's not anything. That's not, mm-hmm. that's not an anything. It's just I, nothing. I don't know. It's like their best attempt to shoehorn <laughs> in a bunch of blockbuster action into the Star Trek universe. And it's like, it doesn't fit, but they're going to throw it in there anyway. And uh, deal with it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess so. So, um, but to add- I mean, it works in the first. It works in the first movie, and it also works in the third movie. Yeah, because it's like the good. Because it's so much simpler. There's good guys and bad guys, and it's like, uh oh, this good guy is falling through space. Like we have to somehow teleport him onto our ship before he dies. Or it's like, uh oh, there's bad guys on this mining rig and this mining rig is going to blow up this planet. Like we got to get to that mining rig and stop the bad guys. It's, but with this movie, everything is so confusing. And by the way, the reason they made a lot of this shit confusing is because they were trying to hide the fact that it was con. Oh in yeah. The I advertising, the marketing. In the, yes, exactly. In the trailer, in the advertising, they didn't say like, this is the con movie. They tried to keep Benedict Cumberbatch's character a secret. And so there's a reveal halfway through the movie where it's like, oh, it's 
Khan, oh no. Yeah, because he has it's a different Khan. name. It's like John Hancock or something like that. And they, he only says he's Khan halfway through, right? Just like you're saying. It's Khan yeah, I Hancock. think his original name is like Harrison. Like yeah. John Harrison. It's John Harrison. Harrison. He's like, yeah. John Harrington. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm Khan. Uh-oh. Yeah, and I, it's like, well, at this point, does it matter who you are? You, <laughs> you're not that good a character either way. Like, I, like your name could be Khan, your name could be John or Ron, or it's like just, your character sucks. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember hardly anything about the third Star Trek. The only thing I remember about it is that it was very dark, and I think that that was the theater that we saw it because we live in the middle of nowhere. So, so there, I, I, I couldn't see anything, and it was in 3D. <laughs> So yeah, that was pretty oh, horrible. Oh, oh, the third Star, oh, uh, Star yeah. Trek Beyond. Uh, yeah. yeah, Beyond the Trek. In, what's what? It, yeah, so Star what, Trek Beyond is good because it has all these scenes where characters you like interact with each other. Yeah, it's like, good. Oh, this is all I want. Well, I, I want Scotty to hang out with Bones. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah they whatever. Get, I just like hang it. out. They all get split up and you get to see how like the different random pairings, how they interact and how they deal with stuff. I remember my yeah. experience sucked. So, so <laughs> that movie didn't stand a chance, whether whether it was good or not. I, I, I honestly can't tell. I don't know if I'm gonna uh, rewatch it to find out. <laughs> yeah. um, so, well, Asterios, thank you for being on the show. Uh, I bought your Asterios uh, Aid album. I know that you didn't make that album. That was something uh, made to help fund your uh, frivolous lawsuit <laughs> being <laughs> done against you. What? <laughs> what kind of lawsuit? Yeah, it's a, <laughs> kind of, I can't comment. It's uh, uh, frivolous, makes no sense at all, uh, wasting people's money who really don't have a lot of extra money to just be going around dealing with dumb lawsuits all the time. <laughs> but also uh, makes for a really funny read. Yeah, it's a really funny <laughs> yes. read. And it's like, I don't know. I think what you need to do is leverage this into more Patreon money for yourself uh, by taking people's hate for the situation. I, I think I think you can come out on top here, man. Well, I mean, the, I have no comment on it. I got no comment on it but because I'm literally not allowed to talk about it. But, hey. I, I just want to say I appreciate you guys having me on the show. It's really cool to talk to you guys about what my favorite franchise's least favorite film. Do you have a <laughs> do you have a what's your favorite Star Trek moment in that case? My favorite Star Trek moment like period. Oh, of all time. Yeah, of all time. Um oh, the moment where di- okay, there's an episode of Star Trek the Next Generation where this dude called like the game master comes on the ship and he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to run you guys through military drills and it'll like, we're going to have military war games, which is like, well, that's what they do in the real military. They have like war games and exercise and such. Um, and the dude, Oh, uh, and he's played by the guy who played Baron Harkonnen in the Dune movie, just like a really good (laughs) evil guy. (laughs) And he beats data at like, this space chess game. Oh, dude, this is what I was talking about earlier. What's what's that I know. called? Um, yeah. I, I don't remember. Yeah, but, uh, I'm gonna have but to it's, search it's it not three. But see, the thing is, it's not like the confusing thing is, it's not three dimensional chess, which is a game that they also play in Star Trek. <laughs> it's like some, it's some other game, and so Data loses. And he's like, well, then I'm having a malfunction because I'm supposed to be the smartest guy in the universe and I fucking lost this game. And he takes himself off active duty and Captain Picard has to go to his room and go, Data, don't forget that it's possible to make no mistakes and still lose. And that's something that I've always thought about 
because a lot of times in life we think to ourselves like, oh, I fucked this up or oh, I fucked that up or oh, this got screwed up or whatever. And it's just like sometimes shit just happens. Yeah. Sometimes you can do everything right and still lose. And so that's, how, that's always something that stuck with me. Like that's my favorite Star Trek scene. And your most hated Star Trek scene? Oh, hmm. <laughs> Wait a minute. The only guy here oh, who's actually it. a Star Trek nerd, by it. the way, is, is you. No, <laughs> no I, know, I know my least favorite Star Trek scene. There's like fucking... So, so the Voyager is lost in space, and then they run into Q, and Q's like, ah, Captain Janeway, I want to fuck you. Is, it, is this in <laughs> and The Next like, Generation, or which, which one is this in? No, this is in Star Trek Voyager. Ah, uh, okay. And Q's like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck you, Janeway. And it's like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's like they wouldn't have done this with any other. It's like the, the, right, the fucking writing staff of Voyager is so stupid. They're just like, she's a girl. Boys like to have sex with girls. Let's put this in our TV. It's like they would never be. It's like the scene with Q and Cisco has them in a boxing ring punching each other to death and the scene with there's a scene with q and picard where q like helps Captain picard get his robot heart back and like and then the huh. scene with q and janeway is like oh she's a girl so what if you tried to fuck her it's like okay <laughs> and she's like a mili- down, she's like guys. a military captain too so yeah but how good of an episode yeah. how good of an episode of the next generation would it have been if someone if the villain was trying to fuck picard that would make for a great <laughs> yeah. yes Yes, it would. And there are definitely episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation where there is that kind of tension. Like in, in Star Trek uh, First Contact, there's all this shit where like the Borg Queen like wants to fuck Picard. Oh, yeah. And it's like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I remember that. Yeah, that was it's, weird, it's man. It's oddly sensual. I saw that when I was like nine years old, too, so that yeah. was really weird for me. Yeah, it's sensual. Yeah, it's just like, uh, just don't do it with... <laughs> It's it's just weird to do it with Janeway. It's like, can't this lady just be like a captain of a ship? Yeah, right. Like, we got to fucking do ah, Anyway, that's my least favorite scene. Pretty good. Cool. Uh, any other plugs before we say goodbye? No, no. Just uh, listen Go listen to my podcast. It's sciencefriction.fun. I mean, <laughs> if you like this episode, you're <laughs> it's a real website. <laughs> and thank you guys for having me on. I actually, I got to go just because this, this recorder is going to yeah, die. Yeah, we're like, done, man. I'm I don't want to lose the recording. <laughs> okay. All right. Awesome. I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for being Bye. on the show, everybody. Uh, see you later next week, uh, next second Wednesday. <laughs> so, uh, so long, losers. <laughs> later. Bye. 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 <laughs>